VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m., the 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Call it a case of urban renewal. Or in this case, not urban renewal. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So They're good people at Geico. They'll take care of you. They will. And if not... 
then my friend Mike Harmon, who works here, uh, you, you know, call him up, and then he'll he'll straighten all that out, or or so he he's supposed to. So the big story today, uh, it it happened early in the day, just a few hours after the microphones for our show turned off, which always bothers me. Uh, I, I it bothers me a lot when that happens, and it happens quite a bit. Like it, certain things just kind of pop up in the 7 a.m. Eastern hour, not the 6 a.m. Eastern hour. So it's you know, 7 or 8, and it starts starts making the rounds. And so, fine, so be it. That's the world we live in. But the news that Urban Meyer, yeah, no more. Kaput, see you later, Gonzo. Urban Meyer! Urban Meyer! And I'm most upset that as long as he's on the sidelines, we will not get to play that drop as much. The thing that affects me the most about this is I, I have no skin in the game. I'm not an Ohio State sycophant. Uh, I don't have any allegiance to Urban Meyer. I do have an Urban Meyer story, which I might share later, uh, that, that we could we could get into. But uh, he, he, the scandal that happened a few months ago in Columbus, and that's where we got the jingle, the lunatics standing outside the stadium chanting. It sounded a lot lot better than it was. It was only a few people. Uh, but finally, the conclusion is Urban Meyer will no longer be the coach of the Buckeyes. And through his surrogates, they made sure to spread the story that this is pretty much 100% related to health, that this is a health situation, that he is going to step down because of the growing cyst on his brain – and that is giving him these constant headaches, and so that's it. He is out of here, abracadabra, just like that. He is going to move on to uh, retirement. I keep using the, the term retirement uh, for Urban Meyer. So that news came out in the morning, and there was a news conference. We'll play some of the clips from Urban Meyer uh, from the news conference, I'm sure, here in a couple minutes. But uh, you know, Urban essentially wants to coach the Buckeyes, but he just physically can't do it anymore. That's the story that's being spread uh, around. So he's going to walk away. One last game against Washington. You saw that, right, in the Rose Bowl. And I'm sure there will not be a nauseating level of coverage for the Rose Bowl about Urban Meyer and how he can turn water to wine and uh, can turn uh, young high school recruits to murderers. I'm sure that will not be mentioned. But I mean, some of it will be talked about. So Ryan Day, good day, takes over the heir to the throne. How about this guy? You talk about winning the football coaching lottery. <laughs> Man, some of these poor saps have to take over just dreck. And Ryan Day, he ends up being handed the keys to the Ohio State football pro. He's 39 years old. He's now well, he's an NFL coach. He's younger than him, but he agrees to a – what, a five-year contract for a gazillion dollars? Gazillion, uh, essentially a gazillion dollars. You can make $4 million a year, we are told. And I'm pretty confident this is his first head coaching uh, deal. Man, why don't they pay radio guys? I remember my first radio show. I pay us $4 million a year. That would be, that'd be the way to go. Absolutely. So the most noteworthy moment from the news conference came when Urban Meyer addressed reporters from the dais, and he was asked whether or not he was finished coaching. He was asked whether or not he was finished coaching, and Urban Meyer, I'll paraphrase here because that's what I'm good at, he said that's a complicated question. 
was the quote. And uh, here's, here's him in his own words. Urban, as you sit here now, do you believe you will not coach again? I believe I will not coach again. Are you, are you fairly certain? Like certain, yes. Um, do you so? Do you anticipate staying in Columbus and being around I the do. program? I love Columbus. I love Muirfield, where I live. Uh, uh, I've uh, always uh, been a Buckeye uh, as long uh, as I can uh, remember. Uh, Gene uh, Smith, are, like I said, that our relationship has always been good. It's over the top now. And I trust him with my life, and uh, our families are very close. And so when he says jump, I still say I'm going to still call him boss. And uh, However I can help this, I believe in Ohio State. I believe in the spirit when you walk around this campus. I believe in Buckeye Nation because I lived it my entire life. I believe that this is a different place, and uh, I want to help in any way I can. And I believe in our new head coach. All right, well, that was a very long-winded answer, but I, I'm going to file an objection for leading the, the witness, uh, which I believe is illegal, right? right? It is illegal if you put words in the mouth of a witness or suggest the answer. That is called improper questioning in the court of law. So I am going to file an objection uh, on this attorney. <laughs> he, did it, he did it twice. Now, I've told the story in the past that back in the olden days uh, when I would be a stringer, radio stringer, and get audio, I, I would often lead players who were uncomfortable with interviews. I would lead them to the answer I needed because it made my job easier and I just needed to get out of there. But that was like in both cases. Like you fed Urban Meyer the answer. Can we just play the beginning part? I don't need the full you know, ten verse a thing, but listen to the question. The first two parts of this. Listen, listen to Urban Meyer. He's being led by the reporter here, leading the witness. Urban, as you sit here now, do you believe you will not coach again? I believe I will not coach again. Are you, are you fairly certain? Like certain, yes. Fairly certain. Yeah, you go. He's fairly certain. You're leading the witness. Now, Urban used his own weasel word. He, he said, "I believe I will not coach again." Now, belief is you a wonderful reason. thing. Belief is a wonderful thing, but belief is not a fact. Right? We have facts in one pile. We have beliefs in the other pile. Are you going to go with the facts or are you going to go with the beliefs? So there is obviously a pretty good chance that Urban Meyer is going to come back. The door has not been deadbolted. Uh, and many in the media, though, here's the thing that surprised me. There's a lot of media people, it seems like more of the Internet blogging community, seem convinced that Urban Meyer is at the end of the road that we are being told the truth here, that everything is on the up and up and there's no deception being used, that it really is a case where Urban Meyer's health is in bad, you know, he's not in great shape, he's got a cyst on his brain, uh, and he's, he's, he's out. That's it, done. Now the question is, what do you make of those who think, I'm not talking about Urban Meyer, those that think that Urban Meyer is being honest here, that he's coached his last football game. Now, to me, there are many stupid and short-sighted people that's why we have jobs here, to prove and to circle and highlight those people. Uh, so there's a lot of stupid and short-sighted people here. That's how the world goes around. But to expand on it, you've got the trap door, the opportunist, and ulterior motives. Now, obviously, I've, I've let you know that I think Urban Meyer is going to coach again. But, hey, Urban Meyer has followed this. It, we projected as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. Several weeks back, we talked about Urban Meyer. I think it was after the Iowa game and his health on the sidelines, we, it came up in conversation on the show. And this is a playbook that Urban Meyer has followed. You know, it's, it's like in crime. I've watched enough detective shows to know that criminals have a pattern. There's, an, there's certain trademarks to their, their crime that 
they're, they, they commit, whether you're a bank robber and there's something that you do that you do in every bank robbery or whatever it might be. In Urban Meyer's case, this is what he has done. We have seen this performance before, and he has, he has two things that he has mastered. He's won big, and he won big at Ohio State. He's, that's number one. And then number two, he's left town quickly. That's the other thing. He's, like, he's a, he's a carpetbagger. That's the term. Urban Meyer's a carpetbagger. A couple years at Bowling Green, a couple years at Utah. You can throw that out and say, hey, he was building his resume. He was trying to move up the coaching ladder, so that's what you're supposed to do. Then he ran off, got a plum job at Florida. The Florida Gators was there for six years, had a good amount of success with Tim Tebow and others there, took a brief hiatus to do TV, claiming his health, and then, like manna from heaven, he drops down to Ohio State, and just dominates the Big Ten, runs rough shot over the Big Ten. The, the record is, it, it seems like uh, somebody got the numbers wrong. 82-9, and nine, uh, the record for Urban Meyer at The Ohio State University, and the 7-0 and mark against Michigan, and on and on and on. And as good as Urban Meyer has been, no, he's not the greatest, right? The, Ohio State's been wonderful, but not Alabama good, not Nick Saban great. But you would have to be pretty gullible, and there are pl- plenty. There are plenty of people out there that are gullible to think that this is going to be different. That that it's going to be different. The fallout from the scandal, the assistant coach, and how that played out, and the people just destroying Urban Meyer, just destroying him several months ago, provided Urban Meyer essentially a trap door because it's going to get uncomfortable. Now, Urban's a great football coach as a uh, college coach, and there's plenty of people that would still go to Ohio State, blue-chip recruits, but it's a headache. It's an un- literally a headache, uh, an unnecessary headache. There's a Freudian slip. But you know, I- I'm not discounting that he's got this issue. I'm not discounting that at all. But he has been coaching. He has been cleared by medical people to coach. And if he's in such poor health and his – long-term viability is in question. If that's the case, then maybe it is. Why is he coaching the Rose Bowl? Why not just immediately retire? That's it. I'm done. I'm sorry. My health is more important. I'm going to go out to Pasadena and parade around on the sidelines of the Rose Bowl. He's not doing that, though. He's going to risk his health to coach against Washington? Really? The Huskies? Come on. Now, the second part is it is not a question of if. That is not the question, if he coaches again, but when and where. Those are the questions he comes back. He's a seasoned performer. Urban Meyer will go run off, and maybe he doesn't do TV this time. Maybe Urban Meyer just ends up as a, a guy that hangs out at Ohio State in the shadows, like a snake in the grass, waiting around, kind of waiting around for that opportunity. He is an opportunist. Right, waiting for the proper job. Now, I don't think the Browns are going to be the, the team. I initially thought that. At this point, as I speak to you right now, I'm not all in on the Browns. I'm not all in on the Green Bay Packers. I think the timeline on that is not great. I mentioned this. I was moonlighting earlier. I was doing some radio in Boston. I said, well, why not Urban Meyer to the Patriots? All right? How about this scenario? Like Josh McDaniels. Runs off. He gets the Browns job or the Packers job. Bill Belichick is BFF with Urban Meyer. Belichick's going to coach at least a couple more years. He's 66 years old, so it's not going to be 
that much longer. There's a 12-year age gap between Urban Meyer, he's 12 years the junior, of Bill Belichick. And so why not? I bet Belichick would certainly sign off on that. And if Josh McDaniels does not end up replacing Belichick, there is no coach in waiting, per se, for the Patriots. So it makes sense. That seems more logical than him immediately coming right back and in January being announced as the new coach of the Cleveland Browns or the Green Bay Packers for Urban Meyer. Now, the last word here, media people who cover college football and Urban Meyer, most of these guys are dopes. Uh, let's just call it like it is here. They keep using the term retire to discuss the situation. When you coach football, you don't. first of all, you don't have a real job, so there's no need to retire, right? You know when you retire, when you work at a factory, you retire. When you, you're doing demo work, you're doing construction, you're driving a tractor, you're doing, you're doing a, a job like that, you don't, you don't retire from football. It's not a hard labor job coaching uh, a football team. So I, that, that was a pet peeve of mine, using the word retire. Urban Meyer, as I said, is, is the age thing matters here. He's got no hobbies, right? We learned that when he left Florida. There's nothing else going on for Urban Meyer. And so there's, there's some ulterior motives in play here. So don't be shocked when there's a modern medical miracle. There's some kind of new drug cleared by Pfizer that has magical pharmaceutical powers uh, for Meyer, and he can come back and hallelujah. But he's he's 12 years younger than Belichick, who's still coaching in the NFL. Nick Saban, 67 years old, so 13 years the junior of Nick Saban. So, again, as the the saying, we've used it this week, we'll use it again. You know, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If you use critical thinking, every indication is Urban Meyer will be back uh, coaching somewhere despite the many leading questions. But uh, he did say he wants to stay involved. We'll play some more. Let's hear from Urban Meyer. He said he wanted to stay involved is uh, what he, the, the word he uh, used there. God has a plan. I'm not quite sure what that is. Gene and I are extremely close, and we discussed that, and uh, I hope to stay involved. Uh, here's the, the health. Uh, Urban Meyer, uh, this is him talking about his medical situation. I've had to deal with uh, headaches for many years and, and uh, came to a head in 2014 and then again last year and then this year as well. So as difficult a time that was, that didn't have an impact as, as much on the headaches, but uh, it did have an impact. All right, so remember when he left Florida, right? He left Florida. People were like, what's going on here? Why did he really leave Florida? Like, what's the real story? It's been several years since that took down. Urban Meyer cited health and family as the reason he left Florida in 2010. Now he's just going completely with a health card. So, again, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take some phone calls. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We say hello to... Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Garcia. Have you uh, have you ever known anyone to retire from radio? I know, like Vince Scully, I guess he retired after a million years. Yeah, <laughs> but does anybody really retire from radio? People get forced retirement. Yeah, I know no, a no. lot of people that have been forced to call retire from radio. Yeah. They're now doing podcasts because they can't get radio shows. I know a lot of those people. I know a lot of people like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, no. Like, like, like Howard Stern is still doing radio. He does like two days a week or something yeah. like that. It's but, a nice, nice gig. Yeah, I've heard that he's his contract's up. That he 
the rumor is he might sign another contract, but only come in like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, Eddie. Like they'll keep those channels going, and he'll just come in and like do an interview like once a month or something like that. That's what I've heard. Wow. Yeah, it'd be great if he could do that. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, like retire. I'm trying to think. Did Paul Harvey? There's a legendary voice from old radio. Did he ever retire? Paul Harvey. Good day. No, I don't, I, just, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't remember. No, you don't remember the end of a lot of these. Like, what's is Doctor Laura still doing radio? She was. I, I, she's radio. she's doing a podcast. Is she I doing know. a podcast? Yeah, now? yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, who? What are some other old time radio people? What they could be doing now? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, most of them just kept working. As long as they could get work, they would keep working. Right. They wouldn't retire. Now, is, is there an exit strategy for Ben Maller when his... Uh... Yes, I will be fired. I will leave. <laughs> I will go do something else. I'll do a podcast, too, and that'll be that. So, or I'll go work somewhere else. That's, that's how that works. So, but, uh, yeah, they've already got rid of me once, so I'm sure they can do it again. But I'm yeah. happy here, so I'm sure I'll be here for... Well, who knows? It might be a, another month, Eddie. You have no idea, Eddie. No idea. Could be it. The deal's coming up, Eddie, so this could be it. So, now, will you still be on the radio when Urban Meyer gets his next head coaching job? That'll probably be about a year from now, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you know, I got bills to pay, so I'll, yeah, don't we all? I'll be doing something, something uh, paid by the word, but I will be doing something. Everybody be, be again, modern medical miracle, and well, it happened once before, so I'm sure it could happen again. Yeah, it'd be a mystery, yeah. a modern medical you know, miracle mystery, whatever you want to see, and then the uh, the cup. What's the term? The cupboard is bare. Isn't that the term? I think that's it. Why don't they? The cupboards are bare. Is that what they say? Cover, yeah. They cover, not the cupboard? Yeah. No. What's a cupboard? Cupboard. I know that's the term. What's yeah. a, there's also a term cupboard. What's a cupboard? I'm, I'm unfamiliar with cupboard. You're not cup familiar board. with a cupboard? Is yeah. that another way of saying a cupboard? Is that another? I don't know. I've heard that term once. Yeah. All right. Hey, who the hell cares? Uh, we'll take your calls. If you would like to be part. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And an amazingly surprising addition. When I came into work here, when I came into work at the hallowed hallways of Fox Sports Radio, the main broadcast studio, I saw something that blew me away. I want to share it with you, the listener. I want you to you experience the, the joy that I had, the shock and awe that I had when I came in to the studio. Uh, we'll get to that, and we will do it next. Hey, it's Ben Maller here. Discover Card believes anniversary should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why they think annual fees are ridiculous. And now, just for giving them a try, listen to this. Discover will give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, they're going to match dollar for dollar all the cash back you've earned. Dollar for dollar. No caps, no catches. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Only for new card members. Limitations apply. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Just Josh says, Urban does have a giant cyst on his brain. It's called Brent McMurphy. <laughs> so, did, like, what was, what's Brent McMurphy's move? Like, Urban Meyer announces he's leaving Ohio State. Does, like, 
What does McMurphy do at that point? Does he go with the cake, the balloons? Does he uh, open up a bottle of bubbly? Like, does what is he? What's the move there? If you're Brett McMurphy, like, how do you handle that? Uh, Rob writes in says Doctor Ruth is still working. I saw her in that TV commercial. I didn't know she was still alive. Yeah. How would you like to get your sex life uh, sex advice from a ninety year old? That's the that's what you want. Good for her. Way to go, Doctor Ruth. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Uh, Salsa, our friend, uh, we met him from Puerto Rico. He says, I suffer from migraines, headaches are no joke. I feel Urban's pain. Roll Tide! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cardiac Stanley writes, he says, Tom Looney retired from radio. Well, he's, he's, on, the, he's on the beach. Tom Looney! Oh, nothing. I give Looney credit, though, man. I talk to Looney every once in a while. He's doing okay, and he... I give him credit because like I was I was such a basket case when I have been let go and well, he doesn't seem that worried about it. He seems okay. Give him credit. I, I I'm not wired that way. He's enjoying life and I wish I was like that. My life would be a lot more enjoyable if I was like that. I could just stop and smell the flowers. Uh let's see, what else does Cardiac Stanley says? I wish he says, uh, I have a long list of callers I wish would retire from your show. A weed man, Billy, and a real talk. Well, how about 50%? Now, real talk is still part of the show, but weed man, Billy, uh, as you call him, not part of the show. Not uh, part of the show. He's uh, persona. My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair gives me weed. Yeah, persona non grata. Boom, 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 boom. I'm a moron. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, well, the guy I was going to go to just hung up, so we won't go to him. Let's go to Mr. Wonderful. He's... He's a made man, Mr. Wonderful. He's, he's the guy that called up and he told us that Urban Meyer was going to keep his job uh, when in the middle of that scandal because he's got family that are boosters at Ohio State. Mr. Wonderful. Urban Meyer. Uh, Come back. Come back. You're not, um, you're not excited about Ryan Day? That doesn't get you all no, turned I- up? I actually am excited about Ryan Day. The other possibility was Matt Campbell at Ohio or at Iowa State. They talked to his people a little bit before giving it to Ryan. But, uh, yeah, I'm all right with that. I mean, he's a younger guy. He's an offensive guy. I mean, as bad as the defense was this year, I mean, it can't really get worse. So, um, yeah. I and, think and, I that, would, and I would argue, Mr. Wonderful, possibly the greatest quarterback ever to play in New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Day in the history of New Hampshire football. One of the well, he's a Chip Kelly disciple, you know. Oh, well, that's you worked go. out so well at UCLA so far. Well, and it also worked out well in the NFL with the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Chip did a wonderful job. Yeah. Now, see, I uh, unlike a lot of my Buckeye brethren, uh, I, I 100% believe that Urban will be back probably within two years. Um, but I think it's going to be LSU. That's That's my prediction. I think he will... Uh, I, I think that Ed O is probably not going to be long for that job. Saban will be retiring soon. Uh, well, you would think within the next few years. Well, why, why, uh, wait, 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 what about Auburn? Why even go go further? Go Auburn in the same state with Alabama, right? The blood rival uh, of of Alabama. If you're going to go, if you're going to take a college job, why not just go to uh, to Auburn? Go head to head with the beast. I, I think LSU makes the most sense because. He has so many recruiting ties in Texas and Florida. Um, most of our really good players, you know, J.T. Barrett, J.K. Dobbins, they're from Texas, uh, Okuda. I mean, he's had a ton of success in Texas and a ton of success recruiting Florida, even, you know, Florida kids all the way to Ohio. It's a lot easier to sell to, uh, 
to Louisiana. Yeah. You know, well, you, you know, my experience, if you have headaches, you know what's great that helps recruiting? Not having to recruit. Going to the <laughs> NFL where you get to handpick players every year in the draft and they're a captive audience. They either play for you or they don't play in the you know, professional football. So I think that's a pretty good way to go also. I, I, don't, I don't think Urban – I don't know that his – his stick will play in the NFL. I, I, I don't, don't, dis- I don't, I don't disagree with you that it won't play. That doesn't mean he's not going to try it, right? Yeah, that, that doesn't mean he's not going to give him a shot and you know keep it, you know, keep an eye. I don't think it, the time, the timeline doesn't really work out that well for the Browns because that would be the ultimate uh, douchebag move to announce you're leaving in you know early December and then a month later take the Browns up. So I don't think the time works out on that. But next year there'll be another seven or eight jobs that open up. Yeah. All right, right, thank you, Mr. Wonderful. Appreciate it. We have listener mail. We'll get to listener mail here, which is very exciting. We look forward to that. Uh, We will. Oh, I see. Oh, very nice. All right, we'll do that coming up in a moment. Also, the thing in the studio. Oh, my God. Yeah, Roberto saw the thing. Uh, He saw that. I pointed out the thing in the studio that's new here. It blew me away, too. Blew Roberto away. We'll get to that. Is this bigger than the, the talk back button? Uh, yeah, uh, I would in say a, in, a, yeah, in a different way, Eddie. Oh. Yeah, that the talkback button is much more functional. This, yeah, I mean, come on, I, I don't want to you know, name names here, but I, I will <laughs> not name names. I will not name names, but I will just say that this I, I have a suspicion on who's responsible for this new thing in the studio. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. Right now, though. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Eddie Garcia to give you the latest. Eddie. Well, of course, Ben, the big news in college football is about the resignation of Urban Meyer stepping down as head coach of Ohio State after the Rose Bowl. Offensive coordinator Ryan Day will take over as he agrees on a five-year contract. Seven years with the Buckeyes, Meyer had a record of 82-9, won three Big Ten titles and a national championship. At a press conference in Columbus, the 54-year-old Meyer was asked about his coaching future. He said, quote, I believe I will not coach again, end quote. Maryland has hired Alabama offensive coordinator Mike Loxley as their next head coach. Former Clemson starting quarterback Kelly Bryant announced he's transferring to Missouri. He will not have to sit out a season. He had a 16-2 and record as the starter for Clemson. NBA, just five games on the schedule. Jazz over the Spurs, 139-105. The Mavericks top the Trailblazers, 111-102. Pacers beat the Bulls, 96-90. Magic down the Heat, 105-90. And the Kings take care of the Suns, 122-105. Top 25 college basketball game of the night. Number five, Michigan escapes with a 62-60 win at North Western Wolverines are now 9-0 on the year. Easy wins for number two Kansas, eighth-ranked Auburn, number 22 Mississippi State, and number 25 Furman. This support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, it looks like Twitter has claimed another victim. The Green Bay Packers, who fired head coach Mike McCarthy on Sunday, fired assistant coach Winston Moss Tuesday. Hours after he tweeted about Aaron Rodgers and the coaching search, the tweet was sent out Tuesday morning. It read, ponder this, what championship teams have our great leadership, period. It's not the offensive guru trend. It's not the safe trend. Find somebody that's going to hold number 12 and everybody in the building to a hashtag Lombardi standard, period. Hashtag losing sucks. About nine and a half hours later, Moss returned to Twitter to say, the Packers have informed me they're letting me go. Hashtag thanks Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I love this story. Uh, it's a great holiday story. Bah humbug. <laughs> guy gets fired for tweeting out his feelings, which just, again, we'll get into I have a Maller monologue I'm preparing for this, Eddie. Right. But uh, it is tremendous 
And my favorite part of this is what's going to happen next. Like, the, the Packers have twisted muscles to try to position Aaron Rodgers that he's not a pretentious, spoiled brat, but this is another indication. Now, I, I'm not saying that you are allowed to talk poorly about your employer because obviously Winston Moss knew what he was doing, but it does indicate that much of what has been said about uh, Aaron Rodgers and his uh, man-baby approach uh, which we often use about NBA guys. He's doing it. He's following. Relax. You know You know who I blame? Danica who? Patrick. I blame. Oh, always blame the woman. A good oh, man has a no, woman to blame. Oh, Mrs. Mallory's not listening you to gotta this. You got to have a fall girl. got to have no, a fall no, girl. No. <laughs> I'm going to blame Coop, it back to my wife to later tonight. Yeah, don't listen to him, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you got to have a fall girl. All right, so the Ben Mallory Show, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So uh, listener mail. You want listener mail, Eddie, or what's what's in this, What's in the box? Yeah, I got to have a listener mail. All right, this is listener mail. Here we go. All right, uh, dated a few days ago, but the mail's slow here. We've got the Pony Express that delivers the mail. It takes a little while to get to us. Uh, it's uh, attention, uh, Ben, Eddie, Coop, and Roberto, Enclosed are shirts courtesy of the Ben Maller P1 Fantasy Baseball League. And uh, it says, and we, again, we don't do shout outs. They're asking for a shout out. We do not do shout outs. Um, and they say, well, if you did do a shout out to Barbecuing Lynn, we're not going to give Barbecuing Lynn uh, any kind of publicity here. I don't care that he's a high roller and he bought all these shirts. We are not. Listen to me very clearly. We are not going, just because you sent us shirts does not mean that we are going to somehow uh, praise barbecuing Len. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Uh, he says, sorry for the late arrival, but we did not start printing until the end of the season. Well, that's good. The first run, this is the, oh, oh, wait a minute. The first run was misprinted, leading to a significant delay. Uh, don't tell me. Bob Miller. <laughs> we, uh, we intend to continue this league next season, and Commissioner Robbie the Mariner fan, our guy, We'll be sending invitations to the crew with the hopes that some uh, may want to join. And then uh, here are the guys that were in the the Maller Militia, the Ben Maller P1 Fantasy Baseball League. We've got, obviously, Robbie the Mariner fan, Barbecuing Len, Gumby Dave, uh, very active on Twitter, Just Josh, also Maddie G, Jonathan in Philadelphia, uh, Jonathan Zenk as well, uh, Andrew, Manic Mike, and Nashville Danny were all part of the Fantasy Baseball League, guys that, that are big super fans of the show. So thank you, guys. Very nice. I will add this. I'm going to see here. That is a very nice. Oh, these are comfy. Yeah, it's pretty good. And, yeah. it, and it got me the size that it'll fit, too. So there you go. That's like a round. I think this will be around the house. Uh, situation. It's, now, who, odd, who it's odd to go out with a na- my name on a shirt. You know, it's odd to do this. I'll wear it around the house, but it's nice. Who won the fantasy baseball league? Do we know? Oh, Which one I, of these sports savants was able to uh, take the crown? They told me, but I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember. All right. Yeah, they got all their names there. It's, it's, this is a pretty good logo. No, I like it. Yeah, the logo's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's uh, hot takes and home runs. I like that. That's, that's pretty neat. So thank you. It's very kind of you uh, to send that. We appreciate that. It will be used well and but thank you. Uh, let's go to Nashville Danny, who's next. Uh, speaking of him, he was, he's on the shirt. His name's on the shirt. I'm looking at it right here. There's his name. Hello, Nashville Danny. Hey, to that loser, Mr. Wonderful, and also to USA Today, 
and really everybody who gave Tennessee fans a hard time for pretty much rising up against Greg Schiano and saying we didn't want that squeezy bum. Uh, I, I guess it kind of turns out we got the last laugh because y'all hired some nobody, Ryan Day, who I've never heard of before today. Like We were told that Greg Schiano was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Y'all are missing out on a great coach. I don't know what you're missing out on. And then they've had multiple chances to promote him. All right, all right, all right. Now, Danny, all right. Now, you're the same guy that promised us that Mike Leach was going to be the new coach at Tennessee. You you I guaranteed that. You said that. You got banned for six months because of that. I didn't promise anything. Yes, you did. No, no oh, that's a lie. You're changing the story. You're changing. That's revisionist history. Now, I'll make a bet with you right now, Nashville, Danny, that okay. Ryan Day, who I've never really heard of either, and Ohio State will win two more games at least than Tennessee next season. You want to make that bet? You want to make a bet three or four years from now? He's playing with Urban I'm not making players. a bet three or four years from now. Well, this guy's Why? a terrible coach. If Ryan Day's a dog coach, then then the Ohio State's going to come out and they're going to stink. They're going to vomit all over the field next year. No. So take the no. bet. You've got no confidence in the Tennessee Volunteers. You are a fraud. Nashville I... Danny is a fraud. Bet on your squad. Between Ohio State and Tennessee, Tennessee is on top tonight because Ohio State's in decline. Then take the, bet. take the bet. Take the bet then. Let's make ben, two ben. games. Ohio State's going to win two more games than uh, Tennessee next year. Go ahead. If you, if you want to sort of parlay, how about this? If Hugh Freeze is the offensive coordinator at Tennessee next season like he's supposed to be, I'll take that bet. Oh, here we go. Not, uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm sure. Just like Cliff Kingsbury is going to turn USC into the run-and-shoot dynamos <laughs> of college football. I'll believe it when it happens. I believe it when it happened. A skeptical eye. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. I promise we'll pay off what the hell. What's in the box? What's in the studio? We'll get to that. Here's the Who Am I game. Adrian Peterson, the second player in NFL history to have a 90-plus yard touchdown run, but not get to 100 yards in the game. It happened in the Monday night game. That that 90-yard touchdown run against Philadelphia and somehow managed to not get to 100 yards. That's really hard to do. He's the second player in NFL history to do it. He joins me on this regretful list. We'll get to that. Also, the NBA pick him, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. And follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Attila writes in, our friend uh, Attila, and he is uh, not happy. He says, fantasy baseball is terrible, especially over the radio. I agree with you, Attila, but you know what's not terrible? Free shirt. Not terrible. Good thing Wonderful thing, and we are told Gumby Dave was the big winner. The big winner of the Ben Maller Show P1 Fantasy Baseball League, which will go even bigger and bigger and bigger. It can't be too big. you got to have a limit on it because if you get too many people in the Fantasy League, it becomes a problem. There's not enough players to go around. Ernie says, Ben, as a lifelong Michigan fan and a fan who exercised the Lions – 18 years ago and sold my NFL soul to the Patriots, I literally could not deal with Urban Meyer going to the Patriots. It would make my head explode like his might someday. Ah, how dare you. 
All right, here's the Who Am I game. Adrian Peterson, the second player in NFL history with a 90-yard touchdown run who did not end up with 100 yards in the game. He joins me on this regretful list. Who am I? Josh is going with Tom Brady. The main trucker, Chad, with good show knowledge, says Doc Mike's mistress, Shirley. Remember interviewing Shirley. Who is that, Shirley? The bad hombre, Victor. Is uh, He's listening in. Good, good to know you're listening. He has no answer. Bam Morris from Slow. Philly Rob is going with Mark Sanchez. Easy Money says Ted Koppel and his toupee. Marion Butts, the great Marion Butts from Troy in Seattle. Tripp got this right. Clearly cheating. How dare you? Uh, who else do we have? Page down, page down. Orenthal James Simpson, guessed by several people. Bullwinkle the Moose from the Cowboy Killer. Uh, that's his answer. Uh, who else do we have? Our friend, uh, the the Uber driver, the Uber black driver from San Diego. He checked in. I'm trying to find his answer, though. He didn't get it right, but it's good to know he's listening. Uh, who else do we have? Butt Fumble Guy from uh, Evil Weed Man Hippie. Can't read that on the air. Eddie, do you have an answer? Of course Eddie? I have an answer. It's not ben. Wilford Brimley. That was guessed by no, Greg. No, that's a stupid answer. The correct answer is Tushard Choice. Tushard? Oh, no, Tushard. I thought you said Tush. Tushy, Tushy. No, uh, that is incorrect. The correct answer, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker back in the day. It's for the... Herschel. For the Eagles in 1994, Herschel oh, Walker... Wow. At a 91-yard touchdown run, he finished the game with two other carries for 98 yards. The Eagles lost to the Falcons that day back in the early 1990s, well, mid-1990s, 1994 uh, was the answer. So that is it. Now, what's in the studio? What's in the box? Eddie, I came in here right in front of me to my right, right to the right of my peripheral vision here was this giant, like, rotating white box. Huh. And it turns out, Eddie, that some of our colleagues here at Fox Sports Radio cannot handle the brutal winters in Sherman Oaks, California, in Los Angeles, because there has now been placed in our studio a room heater, Eddie, has been placed in here. Now, I'm not going to name names, but it's possible that a couple of new hosts who work here that might or might not be from the Big Apple have decided that it's a little too chilly in the studio, and so they needed to... uh, That's how you bring a sweater to work, man. Wouldn't you think coming from there that they would think this was too warm? You know what I mean? They're used to the cold, aren't they? that's a bad bad job by them. I love those guys, but that's a bad job by them. What are you doing? Soft. Although, I give them credit because they have the kind of muscle to get that. (laughs) If I asked for a heater, Eddie, what would I get? An air, you get a fan. Yeah, I get an air conditioner. Yeah. Is what I get. You're fired. By the way, the printer's still not working. Oh, it isn't. Either. No. Oh. Oh, that's- well, that tells you two things. Yeah. That, that tells you number one, none of the other people that work in that room use the printer, and number two, uh, it's you know, not a high priority. All right, that tells you that as well. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It is time now for the NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy Basketball Fun. We'll each pick three players, and whoever gets the most. Fantasy points will be the winner. Who's going first? Ben, I was the winner yesterday. Uh huh. I don't know about that. And with my first pick, I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook. Shocking first selection. With the second pick on the NBA pick, I'm, uh, I got a couple of options here. I will take Joel Embiid, Eddie. 
fifth. Nikolay Jokic. All right, that's a bad pick. Uh, Roberto. Jonas Atetekumpo. The Greek freak is off the board. Bad. Roberto, one more. Roberto. I'll take uh, Anthony Davis. All right, uh, Anthony Davis is gone. Eddie. Carl Anthony Towns. All right, you're going to have him. I'll take Andre Drummond. Cool. Hurry up. I'll Hurry take up. LeBron James. Hurry up. Hurry up. Oh, Hurry up. One more. And Julius Randle. I got Steph Curry. Kemba Walker. Jimmy Butler. Get it in. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The NFL's outrage machine getting cranked up and everyone pointing their finger yet again at Hail to the Redskins. This is great. I love this story. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The Redskins, if you look at the arithmetic, they have a chance to get to the postseason. Of course, you have to be a very optimistic person. You can't be a cynic like myself and think the Redskins are going to get to the playoffs. That that horse has uh, taken off from the barn. But the Redskins are the number nine seed, but they're in a tie with a gaggle of teams, the Panthers and the Eagles at 6-6. Six and six. The Vikings are the last team in. The problem is the Redskins are a team that has a substandard defense and – their starting quarterback at this particular point is a guy named Mark Sanchez. Uh, that that those are two problems. <laughs> the Redskins have a better chance of going six and ten than they do of making the plus. They losing every game. They play the Giants this weekend in Landover, Maryland, at Jacksonville, at Nashville, and then they play the Eagles the last week of the year. At home, there's a better possibility of the Washington Redskins going over the rest of the year than them rallying back and beating the Giants. I mean, if they had a serviceable quarterback, then you'd say, well, they could beat the Giants. Certainly, the Giants are four a four win team. They're not that good. Jacksonville with Kessler as their quarterback. The Titans, come on. The Titans had to come back to beat the Jets, and the Eagles are an average team, They're the same as the Redskins, but. Again, the reality is the <laughs> the Redskins suck. Uh, so after watching Colt McCoy go out and literally break his leg in Monday night, Washington needed to add a quarterback. And so they worked out the dynamic duo of Landry Jones and Ryan Mallett. Now, Ryan Mallett is famous for oversleeping and showing up late to a game. That's his claim to fame. Landry Jones was the backup in Pittsburgh for a while, and he's about as mobile. Uh, about as mobile as about a 7,000-pound statue. Uh, that's how mobile Landry Jones is. So those are the options they looked at. And immediately, if you were following this story, and I didn't get a lot of sleep because I had a lot of a lot of extra work to do, a lot of things to take care of during the day, so I was awake. Uh, and the immediate reaction on social media, the people that are suffering from the Kaepernick-related disease were clamoring and pleading for the Redskins to sign Colin Kaepernick. They were begging, please bring in Colin Kaepernick. And then Jay Gruden, this is what I love Chuck Gruden. 
Gruden, I don't know if we have this sound better or not, but Gruden gets up on the, the, the podium there in front of reporters and he feeds some red meat to these people that are besides themselves trying to get Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL because Gruden claimed that, hey, we, we have considered Colin Kaepernick, but wait for it, wait for it, uh, decided there was not enough time for him to learn the system. So, sorry, we have a nice parting gift for you. We'll give you a toaster on the way out, uh, but you're not going to going to play for the Redskins. So in the end, the Redskins, did they sign Landry Jones? No. Did they sign Ryan Mallett? No, they didn't. Uh, They did not. Instead, they agreed, although they haven't signed it yet, agreed to a contract with the notorious Josh Johnson, double J. And he will work as the backup to Mark Sanchez, which makes him, I believe, the fourth-string quarterback, if I'm correct on that. There's a lot of depressing quarterback play in the NFL, but the Redskins have to be at the top of the list, right? They have to be at the very, very, very top of the list. If you look at the quarterback depth chart around the NFL, the war of attrition is a real thing, is a real thing. So this is unreal, man. Now, Jacksonville, what they're doing, the slop that they're serving up with Cody Kessler and Blake Bortles, that's pretty, pretty bad. But Cincinnati's got what do they got? Jeff, how about this? Jeff Driscoll, Tom Savage in Cincinnati, or the Washington Redskins with Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson? I give the edge to the to the Washington Redskins. I got to give the edge to the Redskins. They're bad. Nick, how about Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard with the 49ers? Woo wee! Stink also. All right, so anyway, get back to the point. So the, the the point is the Redskins didn't sign Kaepernick. And then um, what do you do if you're a reporter? You're trying to get a story. You're chasing a story. Who's going to give you a quote? You go to Mark Garagos, uh, the famous lawyer to the stars, Mark Garagos, who was asked about the Redskins saying that they considered inviting Colin Kaepernick to work out but decided against it for essentially football reasons. Now, what do you think Mark Garagos said? Do you think, you know what, I respect the Redskins. They have to do what's best for their franchise. Completely acceptable. Do you think that he B said no comment? Or do you think he alluded to this being some kind of proof of a great injustice against Colin Kaepernick? Uh, Ding, 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 ding. Yes, option C. Here's the quote from Mark Garagos. He said, isn't it obvious what's happening? Clearly intimating, even for those that are a little slow, that this is proof of collusion. Everywhere I look, in Washington, D.C., collusion, Russian collusion, in football, collusion, collusion. I got collusion up the wazoo. I got collusion everywhere. All right, so let's frame it this way. Here's the question. All right, what do you think of the Redskins' handling of this, the working out Landry Jones, Ryan Mallett, throwing red meat to the Kaepernick clan, the people suffering from the neurosis, uh, now, I'll go first. I loved it. I thought it was great because you've got Salt, the Boogeyman, and the Martyr. You've got those things. Now, first of all, we'll tie all this together. Jay Gruden, who's in danger of losing his job, should get a raise. Uh, this was brilliant. The way this was orchestrated, the, the, the tease to the, the fanboys of Kaepernick was just marvelous, uh, saying that 
the Redskins considered bringing him in was the ultimate middle finger. <laughs> it was the ultimate middle finger. Like, well, we thought about bringing him in, but we passed. And then, to make it even better, they picked Josh Johnson. That is, take, going to the store and getting one of those big canisters of salt, sea salt, and just cutting the top of that canister of sea salt and just pouring it all over a fresh, open wound. Uh, is what it was doing. It was wonderful. Uh, Josh Johnson, a, another example, much like what we talked about with Mark Sanchez, they made a promo out of it. Josh Johnson was selected by the Redskins for the same reason that Mark Sanchez was selected because he had a relationship with some of the coaches on the Redskins. He also was the uh, first-round pick of the Alliance of America football draft a couple of days ago. So what a, what a week for Josh Johnson. First-round pick in the Alliance of American Football Draft, and then you're the backup quarterback for the Redskins. Man. So the Redskins are trying to get as many shoddy and inferior quarterbacks as they can, and they've done it. But they picked Josh Johnson because of the good old boys network. And that's, again, a reminder of it's not what you know, but it is uh, who you know. It's also something important in life. If you're trying to get a job, if that's really your motivation, probably not a good idea to sue the company uh, that you're trying to get a job from and then say, hey, uh, can you still hire me? Can you do me a solid under the table? Not a not a great uh, approach. Now, secondly, now Mark Garagos, I want to go back to Garagos. Garagos has said a lot of things, and I've documented many of them, and when it comes to Kaepernick, he's been wrong approximately 100% of the time. Uh, he said at several points that Colin Kaepernick was about to get signed. At one point a few months ago, he said Kaepernick was going to sign with either the Patriots. He intimated either the Patriots or I think he even mentioned the Redskins. I think they, they were mentioned. Or maybe it was the Raiders. I think it was the Raiders that was mentioned by, by Mark Gary. Goes, uh, but but he's obviously he's biased as Colin Kaepernick's attorney. Uh, he's just throwing out random stuff against the wall and the collusion boogeyman. Right? There's a lot of people that don't understand how collusion works in professional sports that think that Colin Kaepernick has a, a case, but we've pointed this out before. Without the hard evidence, there's very little chance that Colin Ka- – in fact, there's no chance that Kaepernick can win. It's Feelings are great. You might feel that the NFL is sticking it to Colin Kaepernick, but you need to have facts, right, that there's some kind of great injustice going on. In order to prove collusion, the NFL actually has to have Physical evidence. Now, do they have that? Certainly doesn't seem that way that that Kaepernick's attorney has that outside of... Now, what is physical evidence? It would be like a text message, an email, some other directive mandating that nobody in the NFL signed Colin Kaepernick. Without that, it is impossible to win a collusion case. Hearsay, and that's what most people are basing this on, hearsay is not enough to be victorious. And it's important, and people don't seem to understand this, or either they don't understand or they don't care. NFL teams, members of the cartel, and that's what the NFL is, a cartel, members are not obligated to sign someone over another player, even if the statistics point to that particular player being better. Right? The scouting report might say, hey, this guy's better than that guy. It doesn't mean you have to sign the guy that's supposedly better statistically. That doesn't mean it's collusion. You could also call it incompetence, wrongdoing, but not collusion. 
Uh, now, the last point, it, it's in Colin Kaepernick's best interest at, at this time to not play another down in the NFL. We've talked about this before, but every time this comes up, I keep being reminded of my position uh, that I have I've said and preached about in the past year, that it, for the long-term viability of the legend of Colin Kaepernick, to, it, to, to, to truly reach and blossom into its mythical proportions, he can't play again, right? Right now, the legend is Super Bowl quarterback. Didn't win it, but he got to the Super Bowl, blacklisted from the NFL, now selling you overpriced Nike products. That's the story, right? You can manipulate the narrative to fit the fairy tale. Colin Kaepernick uh, is not a great public speaker. Uh, he doesn't want to do that. He's chosen not to do that. He lets other people speak for him. That's his choice. If Kaepernick comes back and played for the Redskins, let's say, and just blows chunks all over the logo at midfield, that destroys the story. Right? That destroys the story. Now, remember, I mean, Kaepernick, we've, we've been through it before. He got off to a good start in his career, and then teams figured him out, and he wasn't that good. He was an average he was an average quarterback. He got benched in favor of playing Gabbert with the, the 49ers, and then the, uh, the protest thing uh, started. And I don't even think he, in- he ever intended, I don't think the intention was ever to be a political protester. He just kind of happened. And so if Kaepernick doesn't come back, he can then be a martyr. But if he comes back and he plays and isn't good, that does more damage than anything else. But the Redskins really, uh, they, they went for it. The Washington Redskins. Uh, that was quite quite the day there in the NFL. All right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Now, did they choose? Did the Redskins sign anybody yet? Was it? Uh... Well, they agreed. They haven't signed him yet, but Josh Johnson. I said that several times. Thanks for listening. Uh, Josh Johnson, who was picked in the first yes. round of the Alliance of American Football Draft. Yeah. Yeah. I told you about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's now he's going to be signed by the Redskins. Who later supposedly today it's going to happen. On what a wonderful way to get to a Wednesday, Hump Day, Hump Hump Hump. Josh Johnson, wow, great Josh Johnson. Yeah, from the uh, University of San Diego, that football for, factory. Played for Jim Harbaugh. Yes, he did. Indeed, he did. Yes, played for. It's a small, small world, after all. Can you name all the teams that Josh Johnson has? Not really played for because he doesn't actually play with most of these teams, but he's like the backup, 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 backup guy. The only one I remember is the Bengals. Yeah, this is quite the list. Okay, now this includes the offseason. Josh Johnson, here's his career path. He was originally a fifth-round pick. He played for the Buccaneers as a rookie. He then spent time with the 49ers. The Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, he went back to the 49ers. He then went back to the Bengals. Then he did a stint with the Jets, went to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not done. Went to Buffalo, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, and now to the Redskins. And mixed in that, he spent some time with some team called the Sacramento Mountain Lions, which was in the United Football League. And... Did a stint, I guess he hasn't played yet, with the San Diego fleet of the American Football Alliance. And he's a comedian. Oh, no, wait, that's somebody else. That's, not- that's quite the resume, though. Yeah. That's like, be a pretty cool man cave if he took a jersey from all those teams, <laughs> right? That'd be pretty good. You get the Bucks, 49ers, you get the, 
the Bengals in there, the Jets, Colts, Bills, Ravens, Texans, Raiders, Redskins. That'd be pretty good. Now, is there like a minimum number of games played before you're considered an alum of a certain team? Or is it just if you sign with them, yeah. you're kind of uh, in the the list? That's a good question because he hasn't played for most of these teams. He's been on the roster, but he's he hasn't. He played with Tampa, played with like one game with Cleveland, but he didn't play for the 49ers, Colts, or, or Bills. The Raiders. Like, if you got paid, I think that counts. If you got a check, doesn't that count? If you got a check from a team, like, it's not it's cool because you don't have a stat, you don't have a pass attempt or anything like that. All right, so Ben Maller show on Fox. You turn on the heater in there, Big Ben. I did not turn the heater. You want me to turn it on? <laughs> no. I'll turn it on. No, I'm going to turn it on. Here you go. Let's see. I've turned the heater on, Eddie. Can you hear oh, that? Oh, I hear it. Yeah, I definitely hear oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. almost as wow, loud as our vending machine. Yeah. Well, this also looks like a heater from 20 years ago. Yeah. Might have got a deal on Craigslist or something like that. Oh, yeah. man. those It's it's not a good deal buying an old heater like that. Trust me. Why is that? Is going to light the place on fire? No, because <laughs> they use like a ridiculous amount of electricity compared to newer heaters. Good. I found I that out the hard on. way. I should leave it on then. I'm not paying the electric bill. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. That's my holiday bonus right there. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. As we, oh, but that is loud, man. i got to turn that off. That's that's very annoying. Uh, we'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-99. I can't turn it off. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. Put a name on it. Put a name on it. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support a little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, to the phones we go, and let's say hi to Real Talk in New York City. Make way for the caller of the year. Behind the velvet ropes. Hey! It's Real Talk in the house with the Real Talk for that I'm I love you. You've got to be kidding me. That is, uh, no, let man, me no. tell you something. That is entertainment right there. Just think of this guy, real talk, sitting in his his palatial estate there in the greater mm-hmm, New York metropolitan mm-hmm. area, screaming at 3.30 in the morning almost, <laughs> shouting. I love that. That's boom, outstanding. Boom, 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 boom. I'm a moron. Hey, don't play that. How dare you? Hey, man, yo, dude, your show, oh, sounding so good. I got to give a special shout out to Justin Cooper. Justin, I love you, dude, because that podcast, I love that podcast. A quick turnover. I don't, but Justin, I don't care what anyone says. Whatever you need to do to get that podcast pumping in right after the show ends, I love it. Show ends at 6, 6.30, 6.40, boom, roll over, podcast in. I love it, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Just for you, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we do it for you. We, we, there's a lot of fatigue involved in that, this, but he's able to do it, yeah. Hey, dude, Ben, I don't care what anybody says. You're a night guy, but you're my morning guy. Your podcast is my morning show. That's how I start my day with you. You feel well, me, my dude? You're a high roller. You're a Wall Street mogul. Uh-huh, we all uh-huh. know that. You're a made man in the Big Apple, and that's how you roll, man. Absolutely. You know, Ben, I realized something that we're, we're in December now, and I think like the last two weeks or so, 
you go on vacation. So yeah. there's only so much time left. That's true. Before 2019. Yeah. For me, because you know, like a lot of times I'm doodling ideas during work or meetings about things I want to talk about on the show. And dude, I got before I get to all the new stuff I want to talk to you about in your show. I got to get to all the old stuff I've been meaning to talk to all you right, about. All right, I'm here. Whatever you need, I can help you. Whatever I, questions you have, real talk. How can I help? Dude, I've got a full sack of information. I got to totally empty okay. my sack on you before the year is out. Uh, I don't need go. that. Uh, I'm good in that department. <laughs> if you'd like to contaminate the airwaves, go ahead, real talk. Go ahead. Okay, so the first thing is, I, I got I got to give a shout out to Jeff Cooper. Yeah, a lot of times I have a lot of ask Ben questions. And for some reason, Justin Cooper never never says them on the radio. No, so I, he, I he skips those. Up. Ask okay. Ben All right, this and is I great. I want to answer from you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so question number one: What were you doing? What were you doing during the L.A. riots? Uh, during the oh, the original. Uh, you talk about the early nineties, like, like the Rodney King. Yeah, the Rodney King. Yeah. The Rodney King. Uh, I was in school. And I, I had, uh, I recall, I lived near a military base, and I recall seeing the uh, the National Guard mobilizing and driving up to uh, to Los Angeles. That was my uh, my memory of the the LA riots, which actually started on my birthday. How about oh, that? There's a fun fact for you. Happy hey. birthday! <laughs> uh, there you go. Burn, okay, baby, uh, burn. Number, yes. What? Okay. Number two. Have All you right. ever had or been close to having a threesome? Uh, no, I, it's bad. To, I usually have a onesome, but, uh, but no, I've never, it's hard enough to get my one right person. My right getting a workout. Yeah, well, it's hard enough to get one person, but uh, my now, right hand was getting a workout. Now, in real talk, in my dreams, I've had many, but uh, in reality, that has not happened. So I've not, uh, right. that has not taken place, no. Okay, question right. number two. Uh, question number three. Number three. Okay, it's that, there's a, there's a, there's an old adage that says, when it comes to sons and fathers, either you're trying to be just like your father or you spend your life trying to be different from your father. Which would you say you've done over your time? Have you, are you more like your father or really different from your dad? You know, that's a great question. I talk to my old man every day. My mom passed away many years ago, so my dad's still around. But I, I don't think I'm really like him. But, you know, you always don't – you never think you're like your parents and then you turn into your parents. Like, I don't purposely mm-hmm. try not to be like my dad. I like to, I'm not very social, but compared to my dad, I'm a social butterfly. So, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm different. And I think I'm more like my mom was than my dad, but uh, yeah, I never really, yeah, I haven't spent too much time thinking about. It. But you met my dad, you know, I get along with him well. We talk. He doesn't have much to say. I don't have much to say. We're good like that, and uh, I just make sure he's okay, and then we move on. So yeah, okay, that's All cool. Right. Yeah, and uh, and uh, anyone else can answer these questions after I'm off the air. And my last question for you, Ben. Oh, here okay, we go. So- the dreaded last. This is the dreaded walk-off <laughs> question. This is oh, the one yeah. that gets dumped. <laughs> Here we and go. And I got a gold ticket, so you'll be hearing you'll be hearing my call. You'll be hearing me call right after. This. Okay. Okay. Here's my last question. Okay, so let's just if sex is like uh, going to a gas station, most people like to go to self serve because they want. That, I mean, most people want to go to full service because they want someone there when they're getting their gas. Ben, how old were you when you first went to? Uh, Self-serve, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 uh, I I don't know. I don't remember the exact. I didn't like document it. There wasn't a plaque put up the first time that uh, happened. So I don't. Uh, I wish I could tell you. I if I remember correctly, it was a shocking experience, though. I'm not a, attracted to women. My uh, my parents, I love them to death, but they did not give me the, exactly the birds and bees. Uh, it was pretty much uh, figure <laughs> it out. Either. Figure it out on your own there. Uh, so uh, at that time, I didn't have the internet. Now today, I could get my training on the internet. But back then, I had to go to the seedy liquor store in the bad part of town to get the uh, very descriptive books to tell you exactly what's going on. Anyway, all right, thank you, uh, Real Talk.
Anyone else want to? I'm sure Eddie, you want to comment on that. Eddie, uh, would you like to comment? Uh, uh, like you, Ben, I also did not um, commemorate the date for <laughs> you know future celebrations or anything. <laughs> you didn't think that that would be an important date in the history of humanity? <laughs> the date no, I began. thought there would be many other times to celebrate that. So that, like, <laughs> I give myself first... an anniversary present every year. <laughs> every yeah. year on that date, you say, "There you go." <laughs> My right hand was getting a workout. <laughs> A buddy of mine in Texas, uh, that he went to school. He used to live in California. He lives in Texas, and I, uh, he he always uh, struggled with the ladies. But he finally uh, he dated a girl for a while. And I said they should put. I told him they should put a plaque up in the room where he finally was able to. Uh, you know, whatever. I was but, so uh, excited. I wanted to pick more guys. I love it. And he actually thought that was a great idea. He thought that well, that's a really good idea. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what? Put a name on it. Put a name on it. We'll get to that. That's a good story. I think Eddie will like that. We'll get to that here in a moment. But right now, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, that was a good call by Real Talk. See that? Those were good questions. I like that. That was solid. It was entertaining. Uh, and uh, right now, though, Eddie with all the latest, Eddie. Well, we'll start with college football. And the news broke early Tuesday morning that Urban Meyer was stepping down as Ohio State's head coach after the Buckeyes played in the Rose Bowl. And that offensive coordinator Ryan Day would take over as head coach. Well, they had a press conference, made it official. Meyer announcing he is, in fact, stepping down. Day agreeing to a five-year contract. Seven previous seasons with the Buckeyes. Meyer had an 82-9 record, three Big Ten titles, and a national championship. Now, he's 54 years old. You would think he was going to coach again. And he was asked about it at the press conference uh, about his coaching future. Meyer said, though, quote, I believe I will not coach again. And quote. A fact, that's a belief. I Belie- agree. Beliefs yeah. can change. He, he, yeah. he, exactly right. Maryland has hired Alabama offensive coordinator Mike Loxley as their new head coach, former Texas Tech head coach Cliff Kingsbury, reportedly going to be the new offensive coordinator at USC, and former Clemson starting quarterback Kelly Bryant's going to transfer now, hold on to Missouri. You, you mentioned yes. Cliff Kingsbury. Right. I believe he has the same motivations as LeBron James, that he would like to have a place on the Warner Brothers lot, and that his motivation, because he could have gotten a number of college jobs. He chose USC not because of USC, because of Hollywood. That's my belief. Uh, yeah, I think he's also yeah. probably thinking Clay Helton is a guy who's on the hot seat. If he comes in and gets the offense to score some points, and maybe he slides right in there as the as the interim coach. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah. well, maybe interim coach. Yeah. yeah maybe. Well, he, if he does well, it takes over the job. It happens. Uh, Cl- Kelly Bryant, former starting quarterback at Clemson, uh, he is transferring to Missouri. He can play next season. Why Missouri? Explain that to me. Why Missouri? Uh, I guess he feels like he can. Uh, Play right away. Well, you know he can play right he away. He can win, the, win yeah. the job, and uh, yeah, I don't know. They're in the SEC, so who knows? Okay. Uh, in the NBA, we had five games in the schedule. None of them were really outstanding, but the Jazz. What was beat the game the Spurs. of note? That was the game of note. I don't. You tell me. You're the NBA expert. Jazz beat the Spurs 139-105. Yeah, I guess. Mavericks over the Trailblazers 111-102. Not into that game. Pacers no. beat the Bulls 96-90. Let's put it this way, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, I was doing some extra radio, and I usually have an NBA game up or yeah. two in my studio. I didn't have one. I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, Magic beat the Heat 105-90 and the Kings down the Suns 122-105. College basketball, number five Michigan escaped with a 62-60 win over Northwestern. Wolverines improving to 9-0 this year. Easy wins for number two Kansas, number eight Auburn, number 22 Mississippi State, and number 25 Furman 
How about that Furman in the top yeah. 25? Good job by Andy. That's right. Yeah. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing without any more with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Brandon Browner. Did you see this, Ben? Former Pro Bowl defensive back. Played on Super Bowl teams with the Seahawks and Patriots. Sentenced to eight years in prison. He got an eight-year contract. Meals are paid for. Room That's and board. Right. Yeah. Uh, pleaded no contest to one count of attempted murder and two counts of willful child endangerment. He's probably trying to jumpstart his career again. He figures yeah. somebody will sign him now that they know he's out there. Well, he uh, apparently in July broke into the house of his ex-girlfriend, allegedly threatened to kill her, and then the uh, two women's children... I don't children... think you have to say allegedly anymore. I think he's been convicted. Yeah, right? That's what yeah. the story says. I'll stick with it. Okay. Uh, the two children of the woman were also present at the time, so that's why he was uh, got the charges for the child a, endangerment as well. Wasn't he trying to get a watch back? Yeah, got yeah. a watch stolen. Well, I don't know if it was stolen. It might have been one of these things. He claims he, it was stolen. So. Well, it might have been one of those things, you know, how you, you, you're dating a woman or you, you give her a gift and then it... No, I don't know. I never, get, I never gave gifts. Well, I didn't either, but I'm, I've heard of this. Like, when you <laughs> give a woman a gift and then it, the relationship goes bad and then you want to get the gift back. Well, you're I, like, I, uh, I did not. That's not true. I did give gifts, but they were, you know, like flowers and things like that. Things that, that would die. Yeah, things yes. that weren't that expensive. I understand. Yeah. I understand. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show. We're coming hey, from Amanda, the- Amanda, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's one of them, right? The yeah, lovely nothing, Amanda. Nothing. <laughs> we're coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So the National Hockey League announces that Seattle is becoming the newest member of the NHL. The uh, rumor that had been out there for several years has become reality. And so now you're going to have a Seattle-Vancouver stoking of the rivalry between those cities, which will be good. That'll be good for those two towns to have a rivalry like that. And only cost $650 million, so Yeah. You know, so nice. now they got to name the team, and I have a list here, Eddie. Yeah. Have you seen this? Uh, this yeah, is from uh, nothing Bovada. Is, nothing is really exciting me. I disagree. I like some of these options. Oh, boy. Why do you have to do that? Go ahead. Put a name on it, Eddie. Put a name on it. Now, the favorite, I don't like the favorite. I'm okay with it, but I don't love it. The Emeralds. The Seattle Emeralds. It's okay. It's all right. It's the Emerald City. Yep. The Totems. Not a fan. Yeah, because then you'd be like, low man on the totem pole. Yeah, that joke. Uh, the Rainiers. Wasn't there a minor league team called the Rainiers? That is accurate, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna, nah, I don't need that. The Evergreens. That's very masculine in a tree. The Kraken. You know what a Kraken is, Eddie? Uh, some kind of mythical beast or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's like a sea monster. I like that. The Kraken. What's Kraken? Did you ever see the movie Clash of the Titans? Uh, maybe. I don't yeah, know. They, that was released uh, the Kraken. Yeah, well, they, that's right. That line. I, I'm okay with the, the Kraken. You like the Kraken, but then huh? you get crack jokes. Yeah. You know, they're on crack in Seattle. You get that. Uh, the yeah. Renegades. Say no to crack. How about yeah. the Renegades? That's plus eight hundred. No, right? no. Why renegades. not? Oh, you don't like the violence, the aggressive nature. No, of that? I like I like violence. I just think that's not original at all. That sounds like a CFL nickname, doesn't yes. it? The renegades. Yes. Uh, sea. Uh, USFL, I think, had a Renegades back in the day. How about Sea Lions? No. Eh. Eh, I don't like that either. Firebirds. That sounds like a roller derby team. The Firebirds, or a, or an alcoholic beverage. The Firebirds. Our listeners would know nothing about that. So good thing you explained it. Oh, uh, here's some boring ones. Cougars. No, Lord, no. no. God, Eagles. No. No, 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 no. Seals. That's on here. No, no. there was the Oakland Seals back in the day. How about whales? That's too close to whalers, right? Whales. Yeah. And then the other one listed by Bovada is I like this one actually. The Seattle Sockeyes. Isn't that good? It sounds too much like sucks. 
No, but it's the sockeye salmon. I understand what it is. Yeah. Here we go, sockeyes. Here we go. Here we go, sockeyes. Here we now I recommended down. I recommended the Metropolitans. I like that one as well. But they won't do that because yeah. it's the Mets and Who cares? The Mets don't go by Metropolitans. I know they don't, but they don't want to have they don't want to I mean it's like the saying, Sonics. It's like saying the Knickerbockers. I don't think they can uh the Sonic name I don't think that would be popular because I think the people in Seattle are, are still holding out hope that one day they'll get an NBA team. They're not gonna get an NBA team. Why not? not? I think they will. I think they'll get a team. The, the NBA is going to expand in a couple of years, and they'll put a team. I could totally see them yeah, putting a team in Seattle. They'll have the arena all all upgraded and pretty. Where do they put the other team, though? Because Vegas seems like it's tapped out. They're going to have the Raiders and the hockey team there. It's not that huge a city. Where would the other? Louisville put a team in Louisville? Kansas City? Kansas City. There you go. My guys in Kansas City could get an NBA. St. Louis? Eh. eh we're good. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. Let's go now to... Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Hollerin James, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Oh. I think he slept. I think he's sleeping. He was one of our famous sleepers. One of the great snorers in the history yep. of talk radio. Pretty silent at the moment, though. Yeah, I don't think he's there because he. Wow. Oh, my. Not some of his password. Oh, oh, my God. Is that real? Are you playing sound effects, Danny? <laughs> Is that the I, bear from that new Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> movie? That's how old that I swear I'm was. not playing any sound effects. All right, let's sit oh, back Danny used and to get your here. popcorn and enjoy the work of Hollering James. Is he waking up there? Oh, oh my God. Oh. Woo-hoo. Oh. Ah. <laughs> like a water buffalo. <laughs> yeah. when, he was, when he would get in a deep snore and his lips would flutter, that was just magic. Water that buffalo. Was, that was great. Oh, uh, thank you, Hollering James. We'll go back to you. We'll check in with you. Jackass Josh is very. It's very loud where he is. He's driving around. The window rolled down. He probably, yeah. He just did the some. The windows st- are up. Huh. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, so, who cares? Go ahead. Yes. How about, how about the Seattle Supersonicas, in honor of Hanukkah? And they were named on the second day of Hanukkah. So how about the Seattle Supersonics? I think that is a great idea, right? They can light the menorah before every game. It's just like they do. That is a complete load of crap. The torch at the Coliseum. (laughs) They could light that up. Yeah, why not? You got to take your wife for Hanukkah to see the Green Book. That great movie. The Green Book? What is the Green Book? It's an incredible movie. Sounds like something Coop would like. They used to you be no 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 it. no baseball used to have the red book and the green book. I used to get that I before the internet. That, yeah. that was a big deal when you get the green book and the red book because it had Eddie. It had the drawing of every stadium, and that was a big deal. And it had the entire minor league system set up. And it was really good. The green and red book. Yeah. Do you think that Urban Meyer was uh, forced out because of uh, you know the earlier stuff? I don't know about that, but I think you're completely hammered. Is what I think. That's what I think. Jeremy. I am absolutely not. I, I'm you're driving not? in the rain. Here in L.A., driving back from seeing not, a great movie. Is it raining? It's not and, raining here. No. Yeah, you're lying. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about to pour. It's so not a, what's about to out. pour. You don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, all right. Burbank's going to be it's gonna All right, be go, 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 Burbank. listen, go have some latkes and call it a day, okay? Thank you. My man, Jack Astro. He's a stand-up comedian. He's grown up. He's all grown up now. He's a big stand-up comedian. We'll get to the... Mallard to the third degree. We're going to get to that uh, coming up. Time now for the Insta Trivia. 
We'll change it up. We'll go to basketball. We've had so many football questions. We'll go basketball. Wilt Chamberlain. I was on the radio the day Wilt Chamberlain died. It was a very sad day. Uh, I saw Wilt Chamberlain in person a couple of times. He, of course, was retired. And there was always a, an air to, like, Wilt Chamberlain, like uh, when he walked into. Like a mystique. Yeah, that's a good term, mystique. That's a better term. So, But anyway, Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are the one-two in NBA history for triple doubles by a seven-foot-tall player. Uh, blank is third on this. So Will Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are one and two on the all-time triple-double list by a player seven foot or taller. Blank is third on the list. That is the Insta Trivia. The answer next. On the Ben Aller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. I would add four inches. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here's the instant trivia. Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number one and two, respectively, in the NBA annals for triple doubles. Well, it's pretty much just Wilt Chamberlain. He's had the most by far of anybody. Seven feet tall or, or taller. Blank is third on that list. That is the question. What is the answer? Sean in Portland's going with Bill Cartwright. Ed from Spokane says Michael B. Jordan. The Little Troller checks in with Popeye Jones. Robbie the Mariner fan going with Arvidas Sabonis. Uh, who else do we have? Shaq. I guess by Tony. He's doing the full Maller Marathon tonight. He's he's dedicated. Reggie Hammond from Cardiac Stanley. Hakeem the Dream from Chris in Houston. Rob in Vegas is going with Jimmy Superfly Snooker as his answer. Let's see, page down. Manute Bull from The Rooster. Spud Webb from Dave. Good listening by by you, Dave. Solid job by by you and D. Let's see who else do we have. Let's see anybody. Last minute answers coming in here. Got a bunch. Can't get to all these. Uh, Jason White Chocolate Williams from Ivinson in Orlando. Chuck Nevitt from Denny in the OC. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes, I do. It's Yinka Dare. Oh, there's a legend, Yinka Dare. No, not Yinka Dare. One of the great busts of all time. The correct answer would be Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. He had his 18th career triple-double earlier this week for Denver. Uh, and Will Chamberlain, 78, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 21, and Nikola Jokic with 18 ahead of David Robinson and Hakeem Olajuwon. How about that? I didn't even know Jokic was seven feet tall. Who knew? All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, Kubaloo. Ben, the Atlanta Falcons are only a couple years removed from a Super Bowl appearance, and yet they're sitting at an embarrassing 4-8. and eight. The Falcons' owner, Arthur Blank, gave Dan Quinn a vote of confidence, however, implying that he's not on the hot seat. Should he be? Did you realize when Arthur Blank looks at you, he's giving you a blank stare? Did you? No. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, thank you. Lame jokes are on Friday. <laughs> 
No, listen, Dan Quinn will survive one more season uh, because he's got plausible deniability. He can blame Steve Sarkeesian for the uneven, uneven offense. He'll blame the defensive coordinator, Marcan Manuel, for the he, he will be humanly sacrificed here for the putrid defense. Uh, but you know who's next, right? Next is the head coach, Dan Quinn, and the Falcons, it doesn't feel like they've recovered from blowing a 28-3 lead against the Patriots in Super Bowl 51. Next! Now, Kyler Murray has had a fantastic season for Oklahoma, is even favored to win the Heisman. Now, despite all that, his baseball agent says he will be reporting to spring training for the A's. Ben, do you think we're going to see a new two-sport pro? Well, maybe if he plays basketball. He's done with football after college. Kyler Murray, his body is not built to play in the NFL. The scouts don't they don't have him as an NFL prospect, even though he's been great in college football. They just don't think he translates to the NFL. And so, yeah, Scott Boris is his agent. He'll play baseball. He's going to be in with the like Stockton Ports of the Cal League, so good luck. Next. Now, Steph Curry said he's getting tired of the comparisons between himself and Trey Young. Ben, what's your assessment of Young so far? Trey Young is doomed. He's a three-point shooter shooting 25% compared to Steph Curry. He's got the curse of high expectations. He's a volume shooter. He's more like Allen Iverson, but not that good. Not impressed so far with Trey Young. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How do we do? Benny passes it. That is a winner. <laughs> Woohoo! Won the game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. A confident snake. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour, it's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, which are climate controlled, made possible by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The first rule of nicknames is you can't give yourself a nickname uh, the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, self-nickname, bad job by him. Uh, Kobe Bryant speaking this week at a Laker rally, a Laker rally. Uh, he claimed, I don't know if you saw this, but he claimed the the Lakers are going uh, through growing pains with LeBron James, but they will figure it out. Very confident, uh, Kobe Bryant, they will figure it out. And here's the key part here. Kobe says the Lakers will be champions before you know it. Weasel terminology. And we'll be laughing at all the Warriors fans. Uh, That's uh, from Kobe Bryant there. So I checked a lot of boxes. Very confident, uh, Kobe Bryant. So I wanted to get into this right away. uh, No small talk. No need to dilly-dally. We'll get to it right away. Kobe Bryant, before you know it, champions of the world. All right, champions of the world. All right, so the question is, do you share Kobe Bryant's optimistic outlook for the Lakers? Now, I'm surrounded by people that have taken the Kool-Aid, and they're they're guzzling the Kool-Aid, the purple and gold Kool-Aid. They can't get enough of it. But where I sit on this side of the aisle, absolutely not. Absolutely not. When I saw this, and I read these quotes from from Kobe Bryant, uh, my thoughts were Trumpian, Compromised and fertilizer. Uh, those those three things. And we'll lock them together like Legos. Now, number one, Kobe Bryant was essentially speaking like he was at a campaign rally. 
and he was he was giving the psychos what they wanted. It was like a religious revival for the woe-begone, downtrodden Laker franchise. And when Kobe said these things at a you know historian's rally, that's what it is. They don't have fans. They have historians. Kobe Bryant had a Trumpian moment is what he had. He also used some alternative facts to describe the situation. The Lakers are not close to winning a championship, and Kobe Bryant knows this, simply being a politician, but not even a good politician. And I'll explain why, right? Now, because the second thing here, Kobe has zero credibility when talking about the current Lakers. He is completely discredited. Now, what's my evidence? A, his former agent is now the de facto GM, even though he's got no juice, no muscle, because LeBron's the GM. But LeBron's, you know, he's the one calling shots. But Rob Palenka, who used to be Kobe Bryant's agent, is the puppet general manager. And B, Kobe Bryant is still on the Laker payroll. He's an ambassador for the Lakers. You talk about being compromised. You know, I understand the whole arrogant thing, the whole cocky thing uh, by Kobe Bryant. He's always been that way. He's always going to be like that. But when it comes to the state of the Lakers, when you consider all of this, right, take it with a grain of salt. He's a, Kobe Bryant deep down knows the Lakers are not in a great situation here. He doesn't want to admit it. He's trying. He's at a pep rally. You're at a political rally. When when Donald Trump goes out to speak at a political rally, he doesn't say, I'm going to lose. He says, I'm going to win. And, you know, that's how he does it. That's how Kobe did it, too, is a political rally. Now, last point here. The Lakers window, if there is such a thing as a window, which is a popular cliche, I learned that at sports casting camp, to win a championship, it, it's really this year and next year. LeBron James is turning 34 years old in 25 days. 34 years old. Now, that's past your athletic prime. And I understand that the Kobe fanboys, they they don't want to hear this, but you know if you followed Kobe Bryant, what happens to an aging athlete? It's a fertilizer fest is what it is. Nobody associated with the Golden State Warriors is genuinely worried about the Lakers. Not the way that roster is currently assembled, and there's no evidence that Golden State, even after this year, let's say that Kevin Durant takes off and exits stage right and goes and does the right thing and signs with the Clippers. They're still not going to be worried about the Lakers if you're the Golden State Warriors. And LeBron James had reasons for going to the Lakers, and they involve LL Cool J and other B and C list celebrities that he's hanging out with in Hollywood and the whole Warner Brothers thing. And winning is obviously secondary. My point that winning is secondary to LeBron James, there are, I can come up with a list of 10 teams, 10 teams that LeBron James could have gone to that would have provided a better opportunity to win than the Lakers. He didn't go to any of those 10. He made this decision for other reasons, which is fine. He can do that, but just admit to it. You know, Kobe Bryant parading around talking about how the Lakers are going to you know, win and the Warriors are going to be laughing and all that. 
And the biggest referendum on LeBron James is that the young Laker players who they've been trumpeting as these great, wonderful blue chip players, they've gotten worse. They haven't gotten better playing with LeBron James. Brandon Ingram, his field goal percentage, his rebound, assist, and scoring average are all down from last season. He's more timid than ever. They should have traded Brandon Ingram, Skeletor. They should have traded him when they had the opportunity. The more that Brandon Ingram plays, every game that passes, his trade value goes down a little bit further. And then you have Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball has also seen his rebound, assist, and scoring numbers all go down. You'd assume that his assist numbers would go up. It hasn't been the case. So all that talk about the young Laker players thriving, thriving with LeBron James, uh, it has not happened. Has not happened. And there is no, again, no indication uh, that that there's going to be some kind of tremendous change. And the, the Lakers have been fine against the really bad teams for the most part, but against teams that are good, uh, they, uh, they have uh, struggled, uh, shall we say. They've had some... They've had a, a few issues uh, as it goes. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on. And I want to take some calls. Let's see if Eddie – is Eddie available? Uh, Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Garcia. I am available, You ben. are available. Yes, I am available. That's good. I'm yep. glad you're available. Uh, everything good for you? Yes, everything's okay. Yeah, it occurred to me, you know, hearing you talk about the NBA that – the L.A. Clippers took my advice, which you poo-pooed at the time. They got rid of Blake Griffin. They got rid of Chris Paul. They got rid of uh, DeAndre Jordan. And look where they are now. First place. That had nothing to do with it. What are you talking about? They would have been in first place if they had kept those guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. They oh, got my God. the logo. Chris Paul? They really? got... He was fine with the Clippers. Roberto, you weren't here at the time, but we had a heated discussion about Ben's Clippers, and I told him they have got to clean house. They're never going to win anything with these three guys. And boy, he went after me. Are you crazy? They've got these guys. What happened, Roberto? Got rid of all three of them. Now they're on top. Mr. Basketball, right here. Hold on a second. Wait a minute, stupid. By your standards, they haven't won anything yet because that's what you guys told me. They haven't won anything. It's regular season. It doesn't, you know, it's mind blowing. It doesn't matter what happens in the regular season. You, you're, on top, you're, you're the the blow the team up guy. You're always the yeah, blow and they did, and yeah. look what happened. Yeah. They've never been better. They didn't see the mistake you make is, and this is the fundamental flaw. They didn't blow the team up. Blow, they got rid of their three top players. What I mean in the they, NBA, that is blowing the team up. You're wrong. You're uneducated. How this. blowing the team up is becoming the Phoenix Suns. Blowing the team up is becoming the Atlanta Hawks. That's what Blowing the team up is a no, drastic change in your roster, you're, which is what you, they did. You're no, they made a, I agree with you. They made a drastic change, but they brought in players that are middle-aged players or uh, Danilo Gallinari and Lou Williams. Blowing the team up would have been playing a bunch of players that for like from Venice Beach and bringing them in to play for the Clippers. The, what the Lakers did was blow it up. They brought they they tanked for several years. They brought in all these number two picks, and all those guys sucked. Every one of them blew. 
Right. I mean, uh, how's D'Angelo? He's a, he's a How's strategy. D'Angelo doing? Is that is that Ben's changing definitions of of terms now? I'm not changing definitions, Coop. I'm accurate. The Clippers are trying to win. Blowing a team up is taking its core and getting rid of it. They're not. T- exactly they're not the tanking. Did. No, the Clippers are not tanking. Tanking and blowing a team up. It's the same are, thing. Are, no, they're it's not. It's the same exact thing. They are not. What the Clippers tanking have done is trying to get re- draft picks. That exactly. When you blow a team up, you get rid of your star players. You're trying. Typically in no, the NBA, you're, tr- you're, trying- you're wrong on this, Eddie. I'm no, telling you, you sound so silly saying this. The argument you you're making, ridiculous. you're making it seem, well, the Clippers blew the team up and they're great. No, they didn't blow the team up. They traded Chris Paul for Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams, who are serviceable, good NBA ball players. Good players the, in the NBA. The Blowing the team up the would have been trading Chris Paul for three. draft picks. The discussion was about the big three. Yes. And what they were going to be able to do going forward. They had, those guys had proven... It was never going to happen. This shows you what Jerry West is a genius, and what Jerry West was able to do was get good players, not blow it up and try to get lottery picks like the Brooklyn Nets did years ago, or the Atlanta Hawks are trying to do, and all these other teams. No, they thought we want to try to compete, and it's worked out so far. But just like I said, twenty-five percent. You're you're completely wrong on this. My God, you don't understand (laughs) logic. (laughs) The definition of blow the team up is to suck, to bring it no, down. No, it's not. The that's Seattle, tanking. The that's C- the tanking. The Seattle tanking. Mariners. It's the same thing. No, they're not. They are it's different. The, same. the Seattle different. Mariners blew the team up. James Paxton is now a Yankee. Uh, Gene Segura is a Philly, and they're going to bl- trade some more of those. Robbie Cano's a Met. That's they tanking. blew the team up. It's the same thing. Tanking and blowing it up is the same thing. It's semantics is what it is. The Clippers, what they did is they got rid of good ball players and they brought in good players. Not great players. They traded you know, stars. They got good players for stars. They got rid Typically, of overrated stars. When you they weren't overrated. They were good with the Clippers. Shut up. You know, put a put a dirty sock in your mouth. But the, <laughs> all right, listen to me. All right. They again tip when you get rid of star players, you just give them away for nothing. That's usually how it works when you blow a team up. The Clippers didn't blow the team up in that definition. They didn't. All right, see, so, yeah, I'm right. Another win for me. Still wrong with the All right, Clippers. It's the, uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on. Let's go now. Oh, Real Talk is cashing a golden ticket. Let's go back. Boy, he must not be working today. He must be off from work. Let's go to New York. Caller of the year. Boom, 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 boom. Real Talk. It's been so long since we talked. It's great to hear your voice again. Where have you been my entire life? Yeah, we, we got the option at my job if you didn't want to go uh, to work because of George Bush's uh, the, the funeral. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's a national. There's no mail delivery today, right? There's no mail delivery. No, it's, no. A, it's a national day of mourning. Why am I working? Yeah. I needed to mourn. <laughs> Why the hell am I here? I should mourn. I like President Bush. Come on, man. You don't take well, days well, off. You'd be here anyway. That's a good point. I, well, I ben, bank you know, that. I, I'm yeah. more of a I'm more of a patriot than you, obviously, because I'm taking the day off to remember. <laughs> yes, you're very patriot. What is your favorite memory of President Bush? What is your favorite uh, memory? 
when Dana Carvey played him on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that back in the uh, back in the, I remember when he said, "No, read my lips. No <laughs> new taxes," and then raise taxes. I thought that was like the greatest political move of all time. That is a tremendous way to go. Hey, uh, but you know, uh, I know you. I, I got love for my boy uh, Roberto Flores, but I gotta call him on a party foul. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All right, that's fair. I got call yeah. time yeah. because uh, last week when Roberto didn't come to work on Thursday night going into Friday, yeah, um, he was there because his daughter was sick. So here's the problem about that, Ben. Does Roberto not understand what's going to happen if he's there for his daughter and she understands that he loves her and he he values her and he'll take he he finds her more important. Then work. You know what's going to happen then? What's that, buddy? What's it? Well, she's going to grow up with self-esteem. She's going to grow up with self-worth, and she's going to yeah. be a, a, a valued member of the community. And for every girl that's a valued member of the community, that's one less girl with daddy issues on the stripper pole. <laughs> and that's what we need. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, you're right. That's, yeah. that's a good point. That uh, you know, Roberto's raising his daughter properly. And so she likely will not end up at the jiggle joint. Uh, that yeah, is likely not going to uh, to happen. Yes. You say like Ben, Roberto's daughter. Twenty years from now, you know she might be a doctor, a lawyer, or a congresswoman. And I don't need more doctors, more lawyers, or congresswomen. <laughs> yes. What we need is more dancers at the Pink Rhino and Club Funny Bunny. I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. That's very important. And you know, everyone matters, and those jobs are very important. Oh. Very important. No, now, I, I remember real talk. I, this this flashes back to when I was doing local radio, and they sent us to a sports bar. I've told this story a few times, but not in a while. They sent us to do live shows. I was doing a night show in L.A. They sent us to a sports bar, which was behind Bob's Classy <laughs> Lady. And, and that's a strip club in L.A. in Van Nuys. And so I think it's still there. I don't know. Maybe it's not. But so to get people to come to the sports bar – they had to walk past the strip club, and they wanted us to like, get guys to bring their families to the strip club. And, and the first night we were in there, the only ones in there were the strippers who were on break from the uh, you know, the ballet. They were they were in there, and I, we interviewed some of them because we just were trying to kill time on the radio. And it was so funny because the, the, a couple of the girls would not go on the radio because they said they were just doing this to pay their bills because they were going to, <laughs> to USC or UCLA or whatever. It was, it was very amusing. But, uh, classic, classic stripper, uh, you know, motto. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I have heard that. Hey, you, you see, Roberto's got to be more like Christian Houston because I'm on Instagram right now. I'm looking at his daughter, and she's walking around. Oh, no, come on. No, that's <laughs> all right. Come on. I, thank you, Real Talk. There you go. How dare you. Here we go again. See, now, you know, I thought Real Talk was on his best behavior, and then he had to say the thing, and now Chris is going to call upset. He's going to be all upset. Uh, he's going to be you know, hemming and hawing and all that stuff. Man, oh, man. All right. A bizarro, bizarro world possibility in the NFL. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites in the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. I'll go with the porn star. Yeah, <laughs> And I live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
We are going to have too much or not enough coming up in a couple minutes. So if you're interested in playing a radio game show and you can put more than three words together, uh, this is your chance to do it. Now, too much or not enough is pretty easy. Pretty easy, right? I mean, you you, you got a 50-50 chance on every every question. So you don't even have to know sports that much to play. You just have to have a pulse. Uh, so if you have a pulse, you know how to dial 877-99 on Fox. We'd love to have you. 877-996-6369. So wild story from Dean Blandino and Mike Pereira, the officiating experts. That was never a thing when I was a kid, but now it's a thing. The NFL on Fox insiders when it comes to officiating they announced I, this blew me away i did not know about this boy i wish this had happened at the end of the sunday night game when the chargers beat the pittsburgh steelers on that field goal and they the steelers kept jumping off sides penalty penalty three times in a row the steelers jumped off sides on what turned out to be the game winning a field goal by some kicker i've never heard of uh for the chargers well, according to Dean Blandino and Mike Pereira, the officials could have called a penalty for continually fouling. There's an obscure rule, and in the rule, according to Mike Pereira, the czar of officiating, he said it, it's got to be intentional in order for a zebra to, to call it, but they could have awarded points without the kick actually going in to the Chargers because the Steelers kept violating the rule. It said for that to happen, the officials have to publicly uh, announce their warning that if they violate the rule again, there's going to be a uh, they're going to hand the points over. But Blandino he claimed that he would have considered the rule after the second or third offsides. God, that would have been great. God, I wish that had happened. Wouldn't that have been wonderful? Man, that would have been amazing. God, oh, it didn't happen. Darn. Uh, let's go to Tammy in Montana, the lovely and talented first lady of the uh, the show among the Maller Militia. Hello, Tammy in Montana. Hi, Ben. Wow, thanks for the intro. Um, that makes me smile, so I appreciate that. Um, so, Ben, my God, I just got out of recovery. I I needed to detox my eardrums after real talks attempt at rap. I'm, I'm more convinced that he's the real Urkel after that. And Roberto, I'm pretty sure your daughter could do a better rap than what he attempted. Probably. So, Well, yeah, not, not right now. Sure. She's got foot and mouth disease. So probably not right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet you she could do it still with foot and mouth disease. So, maybe, maybe. uh, that was horrible. He needs to expand vocabulary, uh, kind of wow. over the homie and dude, uh, verb, verbs. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, um, I wanted to say I'm so glad that you guys allowed Holler and James to snore because I'm almost thinking that was better than his original. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hollering, we love Hollering. He's always got a place to snore if he wants to snore on several hundred radio stations and iHeartRadio and satellite <laughs> radio. We are more than willing to give him some inventory so he can snore. Yes. Well, and Ben, I think you just need to have a softer voice to try to wake him up. I think he'd wake up if your well, voice was very soft. No, I think if you were there, Tim, if I had seen <laughs> your name, uh, Hollering James would have stood at attention to hear what you had to say. Absolutely. In many different ways, too. Oh, uh, there you go. 
right. That, Thanks, all, Ben. All right. Thank you, Tammy. There she goes. Big friend, Ben Maller. Friend Tammy in Montana. <laughs> all right. Well, some uh, some big news here. Someone that is a very polarizing figure who has not done much sports-wise in several years, is changing his tune. We'll get to that coming up here in a moment. And we're going to have too much or not enough. Too much or not enough. We'll get to that as well. Right now, though, coast-to-coast, wire-to-wire, belly-to-belly, and all that. Eddie Garcia here with the latest. Well, Ben, in college football, the news broke early Tuesday morning. Urban Myers stepping down as Ohio State head coach after the Buckeyes play in the Rose Bowl. Offensive coordinator Ryan Day will take over as head coach, agreeing on a five-year contract. Seven seasons for Meyer with the Buckeyes. He had a record of 82-9, three Big Ten titles and a national championship. At a press conference in Columbus, the 54-year-old Meyer was asked about his coaching future. He said, quote, I believe I will not coach again, end quote. Maryland has hired Alabama offensive coordinator Mike Loxley as their next head coach. Former Texas Tech head coach Cliff Kingsbury reportedly is going to be the new offensive coordinator at USC and former Clemson starting quarterback Kelly Bryant announced he's transferring to Missouri. He had a 16-2 record as a starter for Clemson. Five games in the NBA. Jazz over the Spurs, 132-105. to Mavericks top the Trailblazers, 111-102. Pacers beat the Bulls, 96-90. Magic down the Heat, 105-90. And the Kings beat the Suns, 122-105. to Top 25 college basketball. Fifth-ranked Michigan got by Northwestern, 62-60. to Wolverines are 9-0 on the year. Easy wins for number two, Kansas. Number eight, Auburn. Number 22, Mississippi State. And number 25, Furman. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, the NFL has placed umpire Roy Ellison on administrative leave after he was involved in a verbal altercation with Bills defensive end Jerry Hughes following Buffalo's loss in Miami on Sunday. Ellison is alleged to have called Hughes a female dog. In 2013, the NFL suspended Ellison one game without pay for allegedly making a profane and derogatory comment to Redskins left tackle Trent Williams. And Pro Football Talk reported that Ellison had been previously issued warnings about abusive language with players. So I don't know who this guy Ellison is, but I think what happened here, my theory on this is that during the heat of the battle, like the officials and the players, like this guy Ellison was kind of talking back and forth and... It's hard for me to believe that Ellison would just randomly start calling the players derogatory names unless they were also – it was like a, a tit-for-tat situation you know, where they're calling him names yeah. and he's calling them names and then he said the thing he wasn't supposed to say at the time, he wasn't supposed to say it, and he hit somebody's button and then they were just off – that guy Hughes from the Bills – and it was off to the races. Yeah, and this guy's the umpire, so he's back there kind of behind with the linebackers kind of mixing it up in that area yeah. there. So There's uh, a lot yeah. of violence in that part of the field. There's a lot of violence yeah. there. Uh, well, big news, Eddie. We're, we're not just – we're coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free uh, rate quote. But President Donald Trump will be attending – a sporting event, something he has not done much of. Has he done any? Has he been to any sporting events? I know the vice president uh, Pence went to that Colts game and then left. Remember he made that that political thing and he left early. With, you fired the Kaepernick thing. I do remember that. Yeah. Has Trump been to any games since he became president? Since he became nothing is jumping to mind. Yeah, I don't remember either. Like he's really not welcome a lot of places right now. But Donald Trump will attend Saturday's Army Navy game. He'll be in Philadelphia. The White House has confirmed that, and uh, Trump's you know, back before he became 
political. He was always going to sporting. He was a big Yankee guy, was at Knicks games. Used to own a football team back in the USFL days. Not a good one. Destroyed the USFL. Yes, he did. Destroyed the USFL. Owns a lot of golf courses. He plays golf a lot. He's very into sports. Friends with Bill Belichick. Belichick sends him letters. Used to be friends with Tom Brady, but now Brady can't be friends with him anymore because people don't like Brady if he's friends, and Brady has friends with Trump, and he's got stuff to sell. Uh, So Trump will be the 10th sitting president to attend the Army-Navy game. The first, Eddie, do you know the first president to attend the Army-Navy game was? Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Uh, No, it was George Washington. No, it was uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt was the uh, the last. You going to watch the Army-Navy game? Yeah, it depends on if I got anything going on. Depends what t- to me, it's more about the time. Like, I like it. I get into the whole Army. Yeah. But they often play it at noon Eastern, which Nine is- Nine o'clock in the morning, yeah. I like the Army and Navy, but I don't like them enough to get up that early on a on a weekend. It's a little tough for me. So, a little, little tough. Ditto. Yeah, a little tough. All right, so ben Mallory, it's going yes? to be at noon Pacific time, so Okay, that's a little news, more. Yeah. I could see the second half, probably. Maybe I could see even the first half, depending on my- my wild and crazy Friday night. My wife's uh, company work uh, holiday party is on Friday. Oh, boy. It's actually at night, Eddie, not at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's at night, so I'll be able to uh, to attend that. So I look forward to that. How are, pl- how are plans going for the uh, Maller Ugly Sweater Party? Uh, Preparations underway? or? Uh... Well, no, not uh, <laughs> not really. Well, uh, wait, wait, I, only a few days away, I mean. Well, it's actually, uh, what is it, uh, 10 days? Is that right? That's a few. That's a few. That's a few, something like that. I don't know. You gonna be there, Eddie? You gonna, yeah. You gonna here? So, okay. I actually, uh, uh, I'm putting off uh, going somewhere. Oh, really? To, yeah. That's oh, big. I was going it's to go to Vegas. It's a very important social. Are you going to go to Vegas? What I were you going to go to Vegas for? What was it? Uh, the Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, Fres- is Fresno in the Las Vegas? Yeah. Bowl? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Who are they yeah. playing? Arizona State. Eh. Better off at the. Holiday at the Mallard Mansion. Yeah. Better off at the holiday party. All right, so Ben Maller show on uh, Fox, and uh, right about now, you know what time it is. Oh, it's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough? You go five for five. I'll give you two golden tickets, but all you have to do is get three out of five right. I've got options. I got a couple of options. I can go with five or I can go with six. Which one do you want? Five or six? Pick your poison here. Five or six? Five. Five. All right. You have picked Rico in Denver. Hello, Rico. Hey, what's up? Donald Trump forgot to mention he was also in the movie The Little Rascals. I didn't realize how that related to him attending the Army-Navy game, but sure, why not? He was <laughs> right, also man. a regular guest on the I'm Howard Stern Show in the 1990s. I the just 80s. wanted to show you I could put more than three words together, so that was like eight. That's a good point. Very good point. Enrico, again, I, I know uh, you've, you've been on before, but tell the person in Beaver Dam what you do for a living. Let them know what you do for a living. Well, I dabble. I'm a rapper. I've been. I've done sports radio. I work security. I do everything, man. I'm a poker player. I do it all, bro. Give me a little freestyle rap. Go ahead. Freestyle rap? Okay, how about we got the show with Ben Maller? We know he's probably always in the shower. I used to ball and sell flour. We know he's not a coward. We know he probably tries to rock and roll. You know, the car he probably has is stole. I don't know. Maybe he's out of control. Maybe if you mess with him, he'll pack the gun and leave a hole upside your head and leave you dead in a pool of red. And that's all I need to be said. (laughs) 
Go to rhymezone.com. I like that. All right, well, let's do it. Here we go. It's too much or not enough. And good luck to Rico, a uh, renaissance man. He does a little bit of everything. Question number one, the Spurs just became the third team in history to lose three games by at least 30 points in a single week. Is that too much or not enough? I will say that is not enough. So it's not enough. Is he right? Yeah, that is correct. Holy Greg Popovich. My God, what is uh, what has happened? Yeah, but the Spurs lost by 30 to the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Houston Rockets and also the Utah Jazz. So Yeah, that's insane for a Spurs team coached by Pop. It was a pathetic performance. It was more about the Spurs players than it was the genius of Greg Popovich. Now they don't have those same players anymore. Not so good. All right, they are the fifth team to do it. Question number two, you're 1-0. Question number two, over the last five seasons, Rico, listen closely. Over the last five seasons, Steph Curry has outscored his opponent in a quarter eight times. Is that too much or not enough for the Warriors sharpshooter? Outscore the point. I'm going to say that's too much. Again, that's the entire team. He's outscored. So you think that's too much? Sounds like too much. Is he right? No, actually, it's not enough. He's done it 11 times, uh, which, okay. which leads the NBA. Yeah, I mean, Clay Thompson second. He's done it eight times. All right, you got that incorrect. So you're one and one. Question three for Rico, who's in Denver. He's a freestyle rapper. He's available for birthday parties, weddings, uh, bar mitzvahs, sweet 16s. He'll do it all, uh, whatever you need there. Yeah, I don't need to plug myself, but on YouTube, I'm under Michael Rico. My daughter's 10 years old, has a rap on there, too. My whole family raps, Doug. Oh, you're the rapping family. I like how you said, and it's a very humble brag way to do it, I do not need to plug myself <laughs> while I am plugging myself. That is that is really good work by Rico. Very smooth. Thanks, very smooth. I'm not going to tell you how great I am. Rico Suave. I saved a dog, a puppy from a tree, and a child from a burning building, but I'm not going to brag about myself. All right, question number three. There have been five players in NFL history to record a sack and a rushing touchdown in the same game. Is that too much or not enough? Oh, man. Oh, the fridge. I don't know. Boy, this, I'm going to say, okay, five. Um, Boy, and a rushing touchdown. We just saw one with Kansas City, too. Um, hmm. We can feel your head spinning say, here. Yes, go ahead. I'm going to still say that's too much. He's going too much. Is he right? Yes, Rico is right. Too much. Akeem Hicks became the third player to do it. Sean Smith in 2010, and you mentioned it, William the Refrigerator Perry, the iconic mm-hmm. fridge back in the mid-1980s for the Bears. And here we go. Question number four. You get this one right. You win the game. We're done. We move on. We give you a golden ticket. Question four. Mike McCarthy is the fourth coach ever to win a Super Bowl and not finish a season he started. Is that too much or not enough? Oh, man, this is a tough one. All right, let's see the next season, too much or not enough. A four. Here we go again. Um, the brain is spinning. We can hear Rico's mind work right now. Are you Googling this, Rico? What are you doing? No, I'm in the car on the way home. I can't Google. I'm on my cell phone. I just left work. I don't Google stuff either. I either know it or I don't. When I did sports radio, I didn't yeah. bring my laptop. I wanted stuff All fresh. Right. All right. No one cares. Um, All right. Go ahead. Give me the answer. I need an answer. I'm, I'm going to say uh, that is 
I'll say that is uh for the win. No, Jimmy Johnson and then Barry uh, Switzer came along. Uh, I'm going to say it's not enough. Not enough. This is for the win. Oh, yeah. Ah, no, too much. A gun. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for saying gun. Uh, he is only the second Super Bowl winning coach to finish, to not finish the season. Don McCaffrey, or McCaffrey uh, back in the 70s uh, with the Colts. All right, here we go. Last one. Last chance. Last rights, Rico, right here to win the game. Comes down to this. Are you ready? Mm hmm. All right, here we go. I'm ready, Freddie. The Kansas City Chiefs have scored at least 40 points six times this season. Is that too much or not enough for the guys from Arrowhead? Oh, man, that's going to be another tough one. I'm going to say that that <laughs> is um, not enough. You sure you want to go with that? You sure you want to I'm, go? I I'm always go with my gut, man. I'm saying that's I'm, not I'm, enough. I'm, but I'm saying, I mean, maybe you could change it. Maybe you could go against your gut. Would you like to go against your gut just for this one time, go against your gut and go the other way? If this is reverse psychology and you're trying to get me a golden ticket, now you're really confusing me. Um, I'm just saying, I mean, if, if you, if you wanted. I'm wrong, if I change and I'm wrong, I'm going to go on Twitter and bash you three. You understand that? All I'll right, just, let's see here. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll block you. I don't care. Uh, will, will you want to change? No, I mean, maybe you shouldn't change. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, don't I, block me. Eddie Johnson does that. That's wimpy. He's a wimp. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, no, I'm just going to have to say uh, – yeah, 40 yep. points. I know they just scored right, 40 points. Just give me an answer. What's your final answer? I need the final answer. All right, final answer. I'm going to say that that is not enough. I'm sticking with it. He's sticking with his gut, and he's got a beer belly because he's wrong. He's a loser. I tried to give the guy a winner, and he wouldn't listen to me. I tried to walk into a win. And you get the eat the L. You like the L, eat the L. <laughs> Never felt like blowing up a guy mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Rico, you have a nice parting gift. The holidays are coming up in a few weeks. We're going to give you a uh, lifetime supply of nothing. So whenever you want nothing, call the Ben Maller Show. We will send you nothing. We will give you nothing. And also a trip to nowhere. And, of course, the conditions on that, as long as nowhere Oklahoma does not get an airport, that trip is good, so you will get a trip to nowhere. And also, uh, that's airfare, uh, not paid for, trip to nowhere and a lifetime supply of nothing. So uh, thank you, Rico, and to your, your rapping family. What a family. All right, we'll press on and Roberto's Wall of Drops. We get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support a little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Turn up the lights. Find something else. It's time for Roberto's Wall of Drops. Play it now. Each week, our tech plays three drops that should be used more. Then you decide which one stays in rotation on his digital wall. So, uh, you get to help Roberto build a wall. Answer that question. Since he was 15 years old, Ben Maller has been spouting on FSR. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Maller. And you need to talk more. Not a problem for Ben. Thousands of good drops to choose from. Bark, 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 chicken! I'm a doctor. They're drafting of Robert Nickamdeason. Here's Roberto's Wall of Drops. And it is that time yet again, our friend Roberto's Wall of Drops, a staple that is almost as good as Romance with Roberto, but it's 
Yeah, so difficult. We, we've got to do one more romance with Roberto. It's classic. Before the end of the year. But it is time for Roberto's Wall of, wall, uh, of Drops. And each week, about this time, we pick three drops. He does, Roberto. And he's somewhat new to our show. You know, a lot of these people have heard. I get complaints. Well, I've heard these before. But, yeah, I understand. But Roberto hasn't. He's new to the show. He didn't didn't listen before. Well, we he, have listeners also that haven't heard. New listeners haven't that's heard. That's true. There's new people that listen. So, uh, Roberto picks out three drops. And you can choose your favorite. And that drop will be played more. Like, last week, you were not here on Friday, Roberto, because you had foot and mouth disease. But what was the winning drop? We didn't reveal it. I forgot what the drop was. Which one won last week? I was so excited. I wanted to pick more guys. I love it. Oh, that did not win. That's fake news. That did not win. That's an erroneous one. One big Ben. All right, let's hurry up, though. Here are the three drops. You have 48 hours to vote on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Drop number one. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay magazine. Uh, that oh, was a, a classic. Yes. That's an edit. Classic that's an, that's an edit. I thought that was lost. That's an edit. <laughs> oh, that's an great. edit. That's an edit. Man. That's an edit. Play it again. That's you an edit. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay it's magazine. Here's the edit. <laughs> that was Jake Warner. That scumbag. The voice. <laughs> that was so long ago. All right, drop number two. Damn! Daryl! Oh, was that? That's Jeannie. Is that Jeannie? Yeah, Jeannie yeah, was like so Darryl. excited. Well, who's well, Daryl? Daryl in Knoxville, one of our old favorite callers, Daryl. Jeannie loved Daryl because Daryl was this sweet, innocent guy from Rocky Top. And Jeannie got so excited when Daryl would call in, she would shout out his name sometimes. Daryl! All right, and drop number three. I'm going to decapitate a goat oh, and he- bring it to that restaurant. Yes. <laughs> what? Doc Mike, who sent three bloody goat heads to the studios in my name. He who really sent them? Shirley? Yeah, he did. They stopped sending. The mail department at the company at uh, Premier Networks would stop taking. They told me they were going to stop taking my mail wow. because of the. <laughs> yeah, they said, we're not doing it. We're not going to go through your mail because there's blood. You, you got crazy. I said, I don't control it. All right, we don't, we're short on time, Roberto. Here are the three drops. Again, drop number one. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay magazine. It's an edit. So, <laughs> drop, drop, so good. Drop, no, it's not. Drop, don't influence the witness. Drop, drop number two. The, the, Damn! All right, drop number three. I'm going to decapitate a goat and bring it to that restaurant. Uh, this is yes. easy. That's one. The, that's the winner. Doc Mike Number is one. The decapitate Number that one. goat. Number three. Game magazine. Number three. Three. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Spinning cheese at Lambo. It gets even better. The Palace Intrigue at Lambo Field. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. It's a story that has legs. Some stories die on the vine. Others have legs. And this Aaron Rodgers fallout story in Green Bay gets better and better and better. And we know after the game on Sunday, a humiliating, emasculating loss at home to the lowly Arizona Cardinals. A team that had only beaten the 49ers. That's that's it. They beat the Niners twice. They hadn't beaten another team, a team that was trying to win all season. But they go into Lambeau with the light snow and temperatures in the 30s, and they win the game. So um, McCarthy's out. He's gone. And two days after that, 
Well, Joe Philbin, the interim coach, he has decided, I am going to fire Winston Moss. Now, Winston Moss was the associate head coach for the Green Bay Packers. Never heard of him. Uh, he played in the NFL back in the 80s and the 90s, but he is out, longtime NFL personality, coach, player, coached the outside linebackers in addition to being the associate head coach. And now – I love the spin. I, I love welcome to the spin zone in the PR department for the Green Bay Packers. So Winston Moss at about noon Eastern time, about nine in Pacific time and 11 Wisconsin time, sent out a tweet. He said, ponder this. This is on Tuesday. What championship teams have a great leadership? Period. It's not the offensive guru trend. It's not the safe trend. Find somebody that's going to hold number 12 and everybody in the building to a Lombardi standard, period. Hashtag losing sucks. So he sent that out at, again, about noon Eastern time. And uh, within less than 10 hours, he tweeted out that he had been fired as coach uh, of assistant coach of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, He says the... Packers have informed me that they're letting me go. That was nine hours after the initial kaboom was sent forward. (laughs) Uh, Winston later said, I have served the Packers with all my heart and soul. I've given it all no regrets. Now, the Packers issued a statement which comes right out of, like, if you Googled how to issue a statement after you fired an employee and you just had to fill in the blanks, this would be the statement. When I first got into radio, and I've told the story before, one of the reasons I don't take days off is because the radio station I worked for, every time it would get to the holidays, they would have people go on vacation and they would never come back, right? That was just the way they operated. And so um, it was kind of like a running joke in the building and all that, you know, the, the, the way this the year would end and this is how it's going to go. Anyway, so here's the statement, and I'm reading this in its entirety from Joe Philbin, who hasn't even coached a game yet with the Green Bay Packers. This is the statement issued by the interim coach of the Packers. Quote, we thank Winston for his contributions to the Packers over the past 13 years, Philbin stated. We hope for the best for Winston and his family moving forward. <laughs> when I got let go, we thank Ben Maller for his contributions to Fox Sports Radio over the past handful of years. We hope for the best for Maller and his family moving forward. That's how it goes. I've seen this statement before. I've been in the statement before. I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, yes, I have. Salute. Now, the the Packers are trying to spin this story, and they're, they're trying to spin it that <laughs> this, is, this is outstanding. Uh, a Packer reporter, a, uh, someone that's covered the Packers for a long time, uh, tweeted out, one of the, the beat guys tweeted out, that the word is that that Winston Moss was not let go because of the tweet. <laughs> All right, well, here's the question. What do you make of this Tuesday surprise from the Green Bay Packers, the decision 
to let go of the associate coach, Winston Moss. Now, my thoughts are you've got the death wish, the puppet master, and the junction. And we will lock all this together. Now, A, I really enjoy this story on so many levels. Uh, I really do. But when you give preferential treatment, it often blows up in your face, whether you run a radio station, a factory, or an NFL team. And that's pretty obviously what happened here. And the Packers protesting, a little too much for my taste, a little too much uh, already in the hours. It's only been a few hours since this story uh, came out. Now, now that said, well, I certainly feel like the Green Bay Packers are on the wrong. Winston Moss also had a death wish. <laughs> he, uh, he clearly had a death wish. This is an act of insubordination. He's been around the NFL since the 1980s as a player and a coach, and he knew that he was essentially holding gasoline in one hand and a blowtorch in the other, and let's see what happens when we toss the can of gasoline up in the air and we'll put the blowtorch on the gasoline. We'll see what happens. So it's not like Winston Moss is a dope and he's he's naive to the ways of the world, but it's still fascinating how this all went down in the span of uh, you know, 10 hours. I'd love to have been in the meeting uh, when the Packer brass, the big shots there for the you know, the people that represent the stockholders, saw this. And he, he knew what he was doing, Winston Moss, but there's still that cat and mouse game between the front office and Winston Moss, and we get it. Aaron Rodgers is Mother Teresa. He's Gandhi. He's Jesus in Green Bay. They have picked sides. We get it. The big shots cower in fear, thinking about offending the almighty, all-powerful sensibilities of Aaron Rodgers. Now, the second thing, Winston Moss being fired is corroboration. It's verification that the deep state conspiracy theory was accurate. Every man, woman, and child that pays any attention to the NFL knows that Aaron Rodgers has blood on his hands. Some blood on his hands. Now, it's, you know, it's not capital murder. It's coaching murder. It's coach losing his job. Uh, and it would have happened anyway at the end of the year, but the timing of it, right, in terms of Mike McCarthy. But, this is again, this is a verification that Aaron Rodgers is the puppet master of the Green Bay Packers. What more proof does one need? And the fact that the Packers are trying to spin this story, that it had nothing to do with the tweet, that it was Winston Moss being a bad guy and he was upset because he didn't get the head coaching job, I don't doubt that Winston Moss wishes he had been the interim head coach. He's a guy that paid his dues and has spent a long time grinding, right, making – Big rocks into smaller rocks, and so he, I, I totally get that. Listen, I've been that guy. Like I've lived that life. I've worked in in radio. I did weekend radio for a long time. I was the sixth man off the bench. I got passed over several times for some total hacks that blew at radio. I know what that's like. But you, you know, you still go forward. You still got a job to do, and more importantly, you still have bills to pay as the as the line goes. Now, the the last thing here, the footnote, if you will. Uh, this is going to be a speed bump going forward. This is an obstacle for the Packers, and it's, again, more confirmation 
of what we already knew. But this is Mr. Rogers' world. He's the puppet master. And I give Rogers credit because he he will lie right to your face. Aaron Rodgers, get on that camera. He'll look right in the camera. He's got those eyes, big eyes there. He'll go through the whole thing and go on and on about it. Relax. Uh, I, I hope not. You know How much time Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers stay together. Man, he should be an actor. Acting all stately and dignified and all that when the the Green Bay Packers, as much as we poke fun at teams like the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals and the Washington Redskins and all these other teams for their clown shows, the Green Bay Packers are in the middle of dysfunction junction is what they've got going on. You can boil, you can roast, you can smoke the cheese any way you want, but that is the reality. At Lambo. Now, I'd like to follow up a story we gave you yesterday. We played some audio, it was yesterday, of Aaron Rodgers, and he made the comment that uh, that his folks were in town, right? Now, we interpreted that as possibly Aaron Rodgers thinks folks just means friends, or it could have been his parents. I think it's possible. It could have been Aaron Rodgers' uh, parents. But uh, do you see the tabloids? There was a photo uh, all over the place making the rounds here in the hours after the Green Bay Packers gagged at home and Mike McCarthy was let go. Uh, there there they were all hanging out. Uh, the same night the pink slip was handed out, Aaron Rodgers enjoyed a surprise murder mystery party thrown by Danica Patrick. Did you see this? Yes. Uh, that is uh, tremendous. Uh, there's a photo here. Uh, everyone dressed up. There's a lot of cowboy hats in the photo. Uh, some sailors, like a sailor hat over on the side there. I'm really not sure what's going on here. But uh, it's interesting. I guess uh, they brought in a couple of ex-teammates. Uh, A.J. Hawk was there. Uh, Matt Flynn. Uh, yeah. Uh, we bring in Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. I don't see Aaron Rodgers' parents, though. I don't see them in the photo. Maybe they're in the back behind the curtain. Hmm. Have you ever had, Eddie, a special-themed murder mystery party? I have never had one, but I have gone to one. Yeah. Uh, you did? I did, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Did you get a lot of joy out of that, the murder mystery party? This, no, is, this no, sounds like no, something my wife would no. like. Yeah, I, I, I did not, and uh, we had to dress up. Oh. Uh, I played a, I was a lawyer. You were a lawyer. Yeah, so I actually, <laughs> I wore a suit, and we found a briefcase somewhere yeah. for me to take, and uh, I didn't, I did not care for it. You, it was not, not your. No, we all had yeah, to uh, yeah. play a character, and then there were like certain clues that you would give out and then yeah. it, can you picture Eddie like reading his lines <laughs> all serious yeah, was, uh, and yeah. then you you try to guess you know who the who the murderer is and then uh, I think I was the murderer actually I think I remember <laughs> you were the murderer yeah yeah oh, that's a great that's a celebrity starring role Eddie yeah I guess yeah. I guess if he was all like monotone and not into it that I, actually goes pretty well with uh, ding if, if he ding was the ding that's exactly <laughs> So you exactly what it was. I, yeah. I played the a-hole lawyer, and uh, I had no trouble playing the a-hole because I was was not really into it. So was this – now, Danica, supposedly, if you believe this, uh, she was the one behind the party. But, like, was this uh, Aaron Rodgers' wish? Did he want this? This is something he wanted? He wanted to do a murder mystery 
I don't know Aaron Rodgers. Did you want to go to the ballet, Ben? Um, no, I. Yeah, of course I, I, didn't I mean, that was her birthday. That was not for me. That was it. Was not my birthday. This is on his birthday. I didn't care for it. I don't think you would care for it, Ben. <laughs> you know what would uh, be the perfect ending, though, Eddie? Yeah. If the the uh, the the victim of the murder was actually Mike McCarthy, <laughs> that if it was, it was actually Mike McCarthy, and Aaron Rodgers was the yeah, murderer, and he was the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that would have been the perfect murder mystery party. <laughs> Happy birthday, Aaron! <laughs> oh, that is uh, that is tremendous. All right, so Ben Maller's show. We'll take some phone calls if you'd like to be part 877-99 on Fox. We go to Orlando, one of the real breakout stars of our last newbie night. Let's get Jiggy with it in Orlando. He's cashing a golden ticket. Hello, Jiggy. Hey, it's the number one newbie. The number one newbie. I forgot about Roberto the last time. Sorry, truly. I'm the number one newbie. The number one newbie. That's a bad job by me. I was smoking on the doobie. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. So, I got a uh, question. Yes, yes. How, how can about, we help you? How about we name the NHL uh, new team? Seattle. The Seattle Green River Killers. Oh, the Green oh, River. Well, that would be wonderful. Yes. No, it would not be wonderful. That would not be great. No, that would, not that be, would be uh, terrible. It's a terrible yeah. idea. No. I thought that was a great idea. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. for not, maybe not the people in Seattle, but you know, it's all a joke. Uh, I <laughs> oh, I thought you were being serious. Point. I thought you were. I thought you were being. No, serious. no, 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 no. Shocked no, by no. that. Yeah. No, you. you well, what is Seattle known for? Seattle, was, the cliche is they're known for what? Coffee, grunge music, and rain. Right, those that's what they're known for. Some combination of those things, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I've been to Seattle. I like there's big companies in Seattle. Costco's you know, outside Seattle. Amazon, Microsoft, they're all Seattle companies. Yeah, well, I don't think you can call them that in one word. How about the Kirklands? The Seattle Kirklands can have one do- <laughs> one dollar hot dogs, hot dog and drink, one dollar fifty cents. They can have the the Costco food court menu without the Polish dog because they got rid of that. You can have the berry yep. Sunday. You can have the all that. Yeah. All right. Hey. So what? yes, I just got two questions for you. Oh, great. I'm sure this will go well. All right. Okay. Well, one is a deviation of, from an, another one, but uh, um, if you could have any job in the world, what would it be? Any job in the world? That's a great question here. Well, does, now would it have to be a job? Could I just like win the lottery? Because a lot of people don't like their jobs that they're yeah. in or their careers. Yeah. And but they're still working it. But if you yeah. had a choice, what would, what would yours? No, I, I like my job. I mean, sometimes I get burned out and I get a little upset because I, uh, I do a little too much stuff on the side or whatever. But I, I really like this. I love this job. So I wouldn't – like I, this is what I wanted to do. So I don't know. It's not, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. if the pay rate was the same for every job in the world, what would your job be? Uh, sitting on my ass watching uh, like YouTube or something. I get if That's I could get not paid. A job. Yeah, it is a job. That seven-year-old kid on your eight-year-old kid on YouTube made like twenty-two million dollars last year, and he made, he opened toys. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Pay me yeah, that. Look, I'll, I'll go on you. I'll get a YouTube channel. Open toys. Look at the what's in the box. <laughs> look at the toy. Let's play with the toy. <laughs> 
Well, that's still really not a job. It is a job. You make $22 million in one year. You invest that, you never have to work again. That kid's that kid's going to be such a pompous, arrogant a-hole when he's a – imagine that kid when he's like 20 years old and he's got all that money in the bank. And Oh, my God. All right, I got, thank you. I got to go, Jiggy. Get Jiggy with it. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on. Fighting the good fight. We will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, the number – 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. This portion of the show brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do. Absolutely. Apply. They do apply. All right. Let's get to the big, giant, pouty face. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook posts about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to the pouty face in a moment. Also, we have Password, the word game of the stars, coming up in a couple minutes. Let's go to Marcel in Brooklyn, who's next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Marcel. Mr. Maller, top of the morning to you, sir. Top of the morning to you. Yes, Marcel. How can we help you, buddy? What's going on with you? I have, I have two trips from Monday and Tuesday. Ready for this? Let me break it down for you. Before I say anything, Mr. Maller, you're a true, true friend in all of overnight sports radio. Way to go, buddy. I'm flattered. We're friends here. We have a bond. We have a... So next time I visit, my brother lives in, in Manhattan, Marcel, so when I go visit one of my older brother, we can hang out, we'll have a, you know, have a bagel or something like that, yeah? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool guy. That's a cool kid. Uh, on, oh, what the hell was that? I don't even know what that means. Uh, yes, get to the point, Marcel. Hurry up. We're short on time. What do you have for me? On Monday, Donald and, I and I, we went to see Pops after the Social Security place on 17th Street. Sure. That's a great and, thing um, to do. Yeah. He, he is a stroke. He is a mouth stroke. He can't walk. He can't oh, talk. Well, it's a very unfortunate. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Thank, thank you, sir. Oh. And on yesterday... After the uh, doctor's appointment on Avenue P, we went to have Stop and Shop on Coney Island, home of the Brooklyn Cyclone. We're getting your whole itinerary. This is great. You're all your trip. Did you take the subway? Did you take uh, Uber, uh, taxis? Did you walk through some of this stuff? Um, It's just the three of us. My brother Spanky, my uncle Dynamite, he's a New Yorker now, he's a New Jerseyan, and myself, as he's going to work in the morning. So we've got Spanky... Dynamite and Marcel. Yes. The little rascals. Dynamite is my uncle. My brother Spanky is the the nickname. He his name is Dowell. And mine, Scooby Dooby Doo, Marcel. <laughs> Scooby 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 Dooby Doo. I knew I, I, it, my friends. Alright, well let's build up to a crescendo. So what's the payoff on this? Get it, the, you're telling the story. What's the payoff? At Stop and Shop, I give you this, Mr. Maller. Cereal, noodles, Chef Boyardee, PB&J, bread, and, of course, some milk. 
all that stuff. Yeah. All the orders, not until Sunday, when my uncle Dynamite comes. Okay, so you're, you're getting your full, so you get the full menu there of what, this is great. We're really getting inside the mind. Did you, Marcel, did you get any Scooby snacks while you were there? Did you get any Scooby snacks? Um, yeah. Scooby, Scooby snacks? Uh, I don't think so, Mr. No. Maller. Well, you are no. Scooby Dooby Doo, so I thought maybe you'd get some. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? It was quite the crescendo. No, he's getting better though. Marcel's getting better. Though. I like that. I like that. The last couple calls have sucked, but that was that was better. Let's go to MGM John. He's hanging out. Now, John, you're going to be my unpaid correspondent. The winter meetings are next week in Vegas. So you got yep. you got to keep No, no, you got to keep an eye out, John. I might I've been invited to go to Vegas, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I might sneak over for one day just to kind of get the vibe of the winter meetings there. Got you. I got you, Ben. Yeah. All right. So how can we help you, John? What's going on? Talk to me. Um, I'm here to talk about that Urban Meyer retirement plan. Urban Meyer! Meyer! Okay. Go ahead. That is just, I I can't believe that he's going to retire, but, you know, he retired at Florida. Then all of a sudden he came back to Ohio State. It's not retirement. He's not. He's 54 years old. He's not going to retire. He'll be back. And if his health was that bad, why is he coaching in the Rose Bowl? Now, if he, it comes out that Urban Meyer is not going to coach in the Rose Bowl, then I might say, well, you got something to it. There's something going on here. But eh. he says yeah. he's going to coach in the Rose Bowl. He will. And you know what? Ohio State is five and a half point favorites to Washington. Ah. Even though I'll, I'm taking Ohio State and the points just because Washington is overrated. They are the worst team out of the Pac-12. The, well, actually, they were the best. Won that game. Uh, they won. The, they won, though. See, the, the team they that, won. Yeah. Just just because Utah is so horrible at offense, Pac-12 offense is horrible. Mm, interesting. Yeah, hey, you're, you're beating up. You're in the West. You're in the West, though. You're supposed to like support the Pac-12. I thought because you're in the West. Yeah, but all of them were terrible. US, UCLA sucked. USC sucked. Yeah. Arizona State was surprising with Herm Edwards, but. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. How much did you lose betting on Utah? Oh, a lot. Yeah. I hear you. I feel you. Yeah. Man. But I've been, I've been I there. Did make, I've been there. I, I did make. I did make that up when I bet the Cowboys. When I bet the Cowboys and the Saints. Oh, there you go. Got to go back there. That big getting some value there on the Cowboys as a home dog by a touchdown. That's a, that was great. Yep. All right. Good. That's a good job by you. Thank you, John. There's MGM John, the big gambler, hanging out. We'll get to Pouty Face, and also we're going to Password, the word game of the stars. We'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes as well from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But right now, Eddie Garcia here to enlighten you. Well, Ben, in college football, we had the big story on Tuesday. In the morning, it was uh, reported that Urban Meyer was going to step down as Ohio State head coach and be replaced by Ryan Day. That, in fact, did happen. They had a press conference in Columbus later on in the day. Meyer making it official and Day getting a five-year contract. Seven seasons with the Buckeyes. A lot of day. A lot of day references there. Good day, bad day, every day, all day. Ryan Day. Ryan Day is the big day. What about night? What about day at night? No, this was during the day. Okay. Now, Urban Meyer had an 82-9 and record in his seven seasons with the Buckeyes. Three Big Ten titles, including a national championship. Now, he's 54 years old and was asked the obvious question, what's the deal with your coaching future? 
And Meyer said, quote, I believe I will not coach again, end quote. Maryland has hired Alabama offensive coordinator Mike Loxley as their new head coach. Former Texas Tech head coach Cliff Kingsbury reportedly going to be the new offensive coordinator at USC. And former Clemson starting quarterback Kelly Bryant's going to transfer to Missouri. He had a 16-2 record as starter at Clemson. In the NBA, five games on the schedule. Jazz beat the Spurs 139-105. Mavericks topped the Treblers as 111-102. Pacers beat the Bulls 96-90. Magic over the Heat 105-90. And the Kings down the Suns 122-105. College basketball, number five, Michigan improves to 9-0 as they edge Northwestern 62-60. Easy wins for number two, Kansas. Number eight, Auburn. Number 22, Mississippi State. And number 25, Furman. The NHL season continues tonight with the San Jose Sharks hosting the Carolina Hurricanes at 10.30 Eastern time. It's our Discover Card key matchup. Speaking of matchups, become a new card member and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Now, Ben, the career of Markel Fultz has been just fantastic. Oh, yeah, I saw. This is wild. 76ers guard has been diagnosed with neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome. Thoracic syndrome. Yeah. The ailment affects nerves between the neck and shoulder. He'll be treated with physical therapy and will be out of action for three to six Now, do you know the most famous case of an athlete suffering from this illness? No. It's usually baseball players. Josh Beckett had to have a rib Removed the old pitcher for the Red Sox and Dodgers. They took a rib out to cure near the in the upper part to cure the uh, the pain. That's interesting. Yeah, one rib short. Yeah, that's why he did it. <laughs> wow, that oh. crazy. No, that's why they had the rib. What do you what do you, do you think? I'm lying, Coop. <laughs> no, never mind. What, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get the joke. It's over my head. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I know what he's talking about. No, no, no. no, I'm not. <laughs> no he literally had the rib taken out, though. He had a rib removed from his. Yeah. All right. Who thinks there's a. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Tim uh, writes in. He says. Uh, we did a murder mystery for our wedding reception to avoid having a DJ and having to hear the chicken dance and push it. And Tim says everyone uh, thought that was the best reception ever. Uh, that's from Tim. Well, that's good, Tim. I-, I liked it. My reception was to sit on the beach and just look at the beach because I had no, I eloped. So uh, that's cool. Save, save some money on that? Oh, yeah. We were mentioned the, the, the murder mystery because Aaron Rodgers for his birthday had a murder, a murder mystery. Very excited. Very, very excited. All right. Uh, let's go to Eric or Arik or I don't know what he wants to be called. I don't know. Uh, Ask him. All right. What do you want to be called? I love you. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's for everybody who misses Weed Man, which is no one. You know he's still listening, so don't do that because you know he's still listening. <laughs> and now Sorry. you're going to you're, you're encourage him. Eddie wants to know what we should call you. On the show, you can call me Eric. That sounds a- good. I a- laugh. Eric. A- All right. A- I Reek. laugh every time I hear it. All right. We've been calling you that uh, incorrectly for a long time. Why change? Correct. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, now, I'm a Vikings fan, and I just want to know what your opinion. Um, in uh, his press conference over the after getting beat by your Patriots, uh, Zimmer said that maybe he didn't get his players prepared enough. And I heard this four or five times now in his uh, time with the Vikings. Is that um, disturbing? 
Uh, I don't buy. I think it's just coach speak to try to deflect. Uh, Zimmer's to me, Zimmer's a pretty good coach. I, uh, the Vikings were not going to beat the Patriots. Uh, if that game had been in Minnesota, I would have actually picked. Uh, I would have picked the the Vikings. The Patriots have been the same old Patriots in Foxborough. I but know. A reek. Is it a yeah. a reek? A reek. Yeah, a reek. <laughs> a reek. Not a reek. A reek. A reek. Whatever you want to call me. Um, yeah. Marcel. Marcel. No, that's Marcel in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, would you like to put a friendly wager on the Viking Seahawks game? Oh yeah, he's a fan and fan ambassador. He's not on hold anymore, but yeah, I, I know he's still listening. He's eating some Scooby Scooby treats. Scooby yeah, Scooby snacks. Right. Yeah. So all right, thank you, Ori. If he calls back, we'll maybe tomorrow. All right. All right, we'll have a bet. All right, thank you, buddy. All right, this portion of the show brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. Yeah. You don't believe me. I had to say it again. It includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. That's important. That does matter. I remember when I was uh, younger, my mom said, do not have your credit checked. They're going to ding you. Well, Discover, you can check your FICO credit score, and it will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do apply. Let's introduce our contestants, and then we'll get to the full edition of Password, the Word Game of the Stars. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go. It's password time. We welcome in our contestants. First of all, from the great state of Texas, we say hello to Robert. Hello, Robert. Hello, hello. I hear a lot of ambient noise, Robert. Robert, what are you doing? What part of Texas are you in? Uh, I'm a truck driver. Okay, and uh, very good. And uh, where are you at? Are you just passing through? Do you live in Texas? No, I live in Texas. I'm actually in Oklahoma. Oh, you're in Oklahoma. I got you. Boomer sooner. All right, very cool. Uh, hold on a sec, Robert. And we also have Chris in Minnesota. Hello, Christopher. Hey. Hey. That's you, man. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Congratulations. All right, uh, Chris, now what do you what do you do for a living, sir? I'm a truck driver for UPS also. Look at that. We got dueling truck drivers going at it here. All right. Very good. Hold on a sec, Chris. So who, which state's truck driver is going to do better, Robert, who's from Texas but in Oklahoma, or Chris, who's in Minnesota? Robert, who would you like to partner up with? Let me punch the right line. Robert, who would you like to partner up with? Uh, doesn't matter to me. It's good attitude. You got to pick somebody, though. You don't even know who's on the show, do you? You're listening. You have no idea who's on the show. Do you even know what show I, you've called into? I know I've called the Ben Maller show. I don't know who, who's playing with me. Well, you got to pick. You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or the Koopa Loop. Let's, let's go with Koopa Loop since you made good. the uh, mouth hug joke. Okay, yeah, good. All right. <laughs> That's a great reason. And, Chris, who would you like to partner up with, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you, Ben. Oh, boy. All right. That's the matchup. Thank you, Chris. We're going to win. What can Brown do for you? Win this game. Way to go. Shout out UPS. All right. So we got Coop with Robert in in Oklahoma and Ben, uh, that would be me, uh, with Chris, who's from Minnesota, works for UPS. We'll have Password in its entirety. Get your bets in. Get your bets in. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. 
Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we are going to get right into password. It is the word game of the stars. We are moments ago. We have our teams set up. We got Koopa Loop is going to be with Robert. Robert drives the truck. He's in Oklahoma right now. But he's based in Texas, so he's out there. We also have, in addition to that, Chris, who's working for UPS. What can Brown do for you? In Minnesota, and he's teamed up with me. All right, everyone's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, picking up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on, yes, car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to do that you do today. So Password's been on TV for a long time. The radio version's different because we don't have pictures. You can't see the word and all that stuff. So we changed it a little bit, but we start with 10 points. We go down to 9, 8, 7, 6, et cetera. You can play the car version or the home version or the work version. Let's get started, though. And who got on the air first? I think Robert. Am I correct on that? I think Robert. I put yes. Robert on. Robert in Texas. Robert, you're up first. Pick a number between 1 and 10, Robert. 8. He said number 8. All right, Coop. Number 8. You start with that. All right, Robert. Let's uh, the hint I'm going to give you. Let's go with factual. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you know how to play, Robert? <laughs> no. Sh- shouldn't this have been a question um, asked earlier? <laughs> I, I was just so excited it wasn't the same people calling. You, you have to guess. You have to guess the word that I'm trying to give you a hint for. Factual. I, I need. I need another hint. No, no, that that's that's the only hint you get. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only factual thing about this is that I don't know the, the word that you're going for. Uh, that's right. the point of the game. All right. All right. Uh, well, let's see if Chris knows how to Off play. To a great start. This is this is perfect. Uh, let's go with correct. Correct, Chris. Uh, positive. What do you say? Positive. Positive. All right, no. Okay. All right, Robert, let's try this again. I'm going to go with... Robert, you're getting another clue, Robert. All right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with... Accurate. Correct. No, he just... That <laughs> was, all right, that's fine. Uh, uh, let's go with... Uh, sweet God. Verified. Verified, Chris. Truth? Uh, yeah, we'll take... I think that's... that's yeah, that's, that's it. fine. We'll take that's that. Fine. The bar's not very, come on, the bar's not very high. Oh, it is Uh, Yeah, true is accurate. The word was true. All right, well, we are back up now, Chris, for the first time. Pick a number between 1 and 10, but not number 8. We're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. Four. Word number four, all right. Uh, Let's go with, hmm, I don't think I can use the word I would like to use. Let me ask you. Let me ask the judges. Definitely not. I know what you're going to ask. All right. Uh, let's. Oh, I don't even. I didn't even ask you. Let's go with uh, request. Request, Chris. Uh, ask. No. 
All right, Robert. It doesn't really matter, Coop. All right, Robert. You heard, you heard the two words that they just said. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the hint. I'm gonna give you is summon. Um. Yeah, gum. <laughs> what do you say? I think you said dad gum. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good southern that's, term. That's All right, uh, well let's keep going here. This is great. Uh, now just listen to what my first clue, Chris, uh, was. If I, I think I said request. Let's go with the second clue. I'm going to give you is party. Invitation. Yeah, there you go. We'll take that. Why not? Invite. Yeah, sure. Same thing. All right. Good job by you. What is the score now, Eddie? What is the score? Uh, it's a lot to a little. Yeah. What? The, I still have time for a comeback. Nobody's been keeping score. 18-0. Yeah. What? No, that's impossible. Good one. Get one right and we'll care. Coop. It's like seven to. No, no, it's not seven. No, I mean, uh, it's, well, seven was what you got for the first one plus nine. It's like sixteen to nothing. Okay, look, it matters. Listen, if you get one right, we'll give you 20 points. How about that? Go ahead. Oh, you. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> All right, Robert, I'm, pick a number one through 10, I'm not very four, not eight. Yeah. Seven. Word number seven. Okay, Coop, go ahead. Oh, very simple here. Very easy. Number seven. You should get this right away. <laughs> 20 points. Here, 20 points. <laughs> uh, you didn't say I had to get it on the first guess. Yeah, I did. Uh, let's go with <laughs> Premier. Elite. <laughs> no, no, that's not a bad guess. That's not a bad guess. That's not the. All right, no. let's go. Let's go with beginning. Uh, Chris, beginning. You're listening to pass. Initial? No, no. Let's try. Let's try. Uh, <laughs> launch, launch. Initiate. No, let's go with. How about? Oh boy. Uh, entrance. How about entrance? Begin? No, we're like we're all around it, but not. Let's let's throw the word out. All right, the word the word was debut. If you premiere, you're debuting. You're beginning. Uh, you're debuting. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Seventeen nothing. Go. Is is back to us? Yes, back, back right, to you. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Pick a word. One to ten, but not four. What? Eight, seven or eight? I think that's it. Yeah. Go ahead. One. Number one. All right, number one. Number, we've one. Had, number one's been on the list for a while, and we've I don't think we've had it. Maybe we have. Oh, I think we did actually last week. I think we had it. Uh, let's go with, mm, let's see here. I got a couple of uh, ways I can go. Let's go with planet. Moon. No, no. All right, hurry up. Okay. A limited time. Here. Sun. Robert, what? Sun. Your your clue is sun. <laughs> what? Uh, solar system. No. Oh, oh my God. No. I win the game. No. Tremendous job by Robert. Good job by Chris. You want to go? Got a murder. Got to go. <laughs> solar system. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes, Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.